we're recording. Take two. Welcome to another episode of Booking Pop Culture from where I like to call the Mike Nine Studio in part with and syndicated through Podcast Detroit. I'm your referee, Rick Vivian, and tonight's bookers are God Loves, Bronson Kills, Dickie Bronson. Oh, fuck, there it goes. Son of a bitch. <laughs> son of a bitch. Okay. <laughs> From Cleveland, Virginia, Caleb Stills. Hello. Okay. From the Rage Dojo, the anti-everything, Kid Hybrid, Orlando Christopher. Hi. It's <laughs> the calmest one. And on the Skype machine, hailing from the law offices of Dewey, Cheatham, and Howe, our resident pop culture guru and this podcast attorney. First letter is first name, Jay. So happy you kept the mics. <sighs> Dude, and I made, you know. <laughs> it's your fucking gimmick. Yeah, it was. Uh, this is take two. Take one, that went well, and then I flubbed up everything. All right. As always, guys, thank you for coming by. I, I have a lot of fun with this. I hope everyone else does. Let's just jump right into it. October's wrapping up. Leaves are falling. It's getting chillier outside. Halloween is next week, next Monday. We actually specifically brought Hybrid in here to talk about some spookier topics. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, look at him. <laughs> but first things first, the past few weekends have been pretty fucking busy. But I want to talk uh, Super Kick Zombie Wrestling. Talk to me about this. This was oh, yeah. uh, this, just this past Friday, right? Uh, yeah, Zombie Wrestling up in Toronto. They had uh, It was at the Great Hall. It's right downtown. Uh, it was packed. We actually had to turn people away at the door because oh. there were so many people. Uh, so there's probably... They, they're only supposed to have 400, but I know they fit more than that. So it's yeah. probably like 450, and then they cut it off. But uh, it's packed house, zombie wrestling. Uh, I was an evil clown. Uh, I actually, I think I wrestled Dave. He did wrestle me. Uh, I, I was a zombie devil. Oh, okay. And yeah. I tagged with zombie Jesus. I yes, saw and that I that was uh, and I was an evil Shane clown. Saber, right? Yeah, Shane Saber yeah. as zombie Jesus. Uh, he was a zombie devil, and they uh, took on me and uh, Ashley Six as some evil clowns. We were actually the heels; they were the babyfaces. Just so <laughs> you guys are understanding what's happening. I mean, it's timely right now. Clowns are the yeah. bad guys; they're the heels. And we were like, we were like the old timey clowns, like from yeah, the twenties. Pictures, that's cool. So actually, I I felt like you guys were like uh, like the baseball team clowns from Warriors. From the seventies movie. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like yeah. yeah. I see that too. So so actually I killed him. Oh yeah. That's what happened. Yeah, they ate us. Uh I got pantsed. So I was in my underwear for a good half of the show. And we had to we had to come back out later and because we wanted continuity, because you gotta have continuity. <laughs> yeah, if you lose your pants, you can never so put I, them back I, on. I come back out as a zombie <laughs> later, and at this point I can't just suddenly have pants on. Right. So I come back out in my underpants for <laughs> four hundred and fifty people. Well, now, you, now you know how the rest of us feel with you and your regular pants all the time. <laughs> well, I, I just saw some pictures. The zombie champ is who? Uh, Mike Rollins. Okay. And his makeup looks sweet. Yeah, I heard. Did you hear about the gimmick he did with uh, with Jake? No. About the Hulk Hogan bit and the people's elbow bit? Oh, yeah, where he tears off the piece of skin like a people's elbow. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I guess he did the Hulk Hogan big boot and then ripped like fake skin off. <laughs> <laughs> to do the instead of the shirt to awesome. finish it, and yeah. I just saw they gave him those glo- those whited over eyes, yeah. and he's taking pictures with fans, and, and yeah, I don't super know. creepy. Yeah, yeah. how you ma- work with things? Yeah, like make oh he can bar- yeah, when they he first put his contacts, and he could barely see anything. Yeah, oh, so he can't. He comes in, does a run in, and he's supposed to clothesline me and uh, Ashley Six as the clowns, right? Yeah. And he just sticks his arms out me and I just run into his <laughs> arms. <laughs> so it was like Hogan. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, more like Andre the Giant, just feed in. Yeah. Sweet. Well, and then uh, all of us, uh, the last couple weekends, worked Theater Bazaar as the Infernal Guard. Any uh, takeaways from that? I know, Dickie, you've been doing it for years. Mm-hmm. Was this your first time? 
No, I, I've done it every year but last year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, last year was my first. Okay. And then was this? This was uh, this, the last time I was anything part of uh, the whole Theater Bazaar was back when they were on the grounds. Oh, okay. So it's been a long time for me. What did they use the guys for on the grounds? Same thing. Really? Wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, just same type of shit. A little less organized, but yeah. Oh, same yeah. idea. Yeah, it was more <laughs> underground at that point. Yeah. It's crazy how everything melds into the Masonic, though. Like, all the set oh, pieces. It's and everything. perfect. Like, so it, fitting. You wouldn't know what was I mean, what. The yeah. way they set that up is beautiful. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, in a horrific, kind of crazy, circusy way, it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's weird that, like, they ended up there with, like, a deal after the fact, because they did, like, the Fillmore one year when they shut it down uh, and it was they almost like, accidental they had like yeah. a week of they had to find something else scramble and then man. yeah then it's like it just so happens everything looks perfect in there so yeah this is the first year was last no two years ago was the first time they did the friday night gala like preview that was two years ago I yeah think, the first time yeah. Yeah. That. this ago. is the first year they did it on two weekends and and by all accounts it sounds like they're gonna do a couple more weekends next it year. was just over three thousand to one and i think it was like over four. I the think next. it was forty five hundred this past Saturday and like twenty. Oh, was it forty five? I know it was somewhere. Over four. It was. Everyone it was, was there, cool too. It man. was packed. You know yeah, what? No yeah, I, you know, there's always some drunks, but no, it was, it was for the most part everyone got it. Especially with our thing, like we got to push crowds around and get in there, and some people get a little snippy, but once they see what's going on and the fact that you know, and they get into it, that yeah, yeah they just want to be a part of yeah. it. Yeah, and, and and I heard like at one point, you know, we're catching the white devil, and you know, we're trying to. <laughs> We're trying to move our way in, and, and like as soon as we kind of find our area, you start hearing people like, oh, something's going down. The boys are out here, you know? <laughs> Very cool. Yep. I'm tired as fuck. I don't yeah, know. Oh, guys. yeah. Oh, yeah. I still jet lag. <laughs> the older you get, the more you feel it. You can't bounce back right away. Dude, those steps. So many steps. That was oh, your cardio, man. My, my, yeah, that's great, but my knees won't. They just buckle, man. But but it fits the gimmick so well when your <laughs> knee starts buckling. Start walking around like Igor. I, I just needed a hump, man. Oh, it's definitely but, like walking into a portal to another dimension. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And what's cool also is so it's like the biggest Halloween party around i and uh well it was written up in travel and leisure this year yeah oh, is, really yeah i mean that's yeah, an international I hate, magazine i hate having to tell people what it is what is yeah. it i'm like i can't even no, fucking tell it's you. so there's so no way to explain. explain it yeah mm -hmm. but how about like the rest of you guys what were your favorite act like what would you guys enjoy the most uh, well i mean i like all the fire acts mm -hmm. and then i was in the uh, asylum I, I get tired of the fire acts really man. yeah no. just because they're so effing many you know what I mean? There's that, so many. Watching that dude whip around that uh, that pyramid, and at yeah. one point we didn't push the crowd back all the way, and and I noticed. So he's got a, he's on the floor. We didn't have the crowd back as far this past right. Saturday as far as we could, and he's whipping that thing behind him, and he's missing the front of the stage by like barely a foot. And I asked him afterwards. I'm like, "Did you feel crowded? Because I thought you were gonna hit that stage. And that thing was gonna go flying." He's like, "No, I'm really good with you know my space uh, perception." And I'm like, "Okay." Well. Yeah, look like you're gonna fuck us all up. No, I, I think that guy's really good. I just think yeah. like when we had to do that, what was it the parade or whatever at the gala? When we had to, as With the guard, the band, we, we had yeah. to literally stand in one spot for fucking an hour or something straight, which is just killing me, right? All right, and so we oh, watch. Yeah. I watched so many little like fire juggling, fire this, I'm like fire that, I'm like, dude. Do something fucking else, please, for the well, love of God. Well, but you got to understand, the way that thing's set up is people are walking through and traveling. You're standing there the whole time. Yeah, seeing it kind yeah of I know. Yeah. But it, my God, it, was, it yeah. got so repetitive <laughs> with the fire. The first fire act, I was like, whoa, this is cool. Mm -hmm. Then fucking by like the 17th fire act, I said, fuck. 
Dude, I stood downstairs and told people where the bathroom was. So, you know, <laughs> I, I, gotta, I didn't see shit. <laughs> yeah, you guys, hey, look. Any of you guys see Titano? You saw Titano, I think. What was that? Oh, Titano, the uh, guy looks just like Austin Manning. He's Austin Manning. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. His stuff is great. Like, he does the whole freak show. And when I'm talking to him, I'm like, so what's, like, how did you learn? He was like, I just tried it in my garage. Like, people told me to do it. I didn't want to do it, and I just got into it. I'm Hanging like, shit from his He was dick. like, I'm like, what's, what's, like, did you, like, have to learn anything? He's like, no, nah, everything hurts. I'm like, seriously? He's like, yeah, nothing's gimmicked. It's just I can endure wow. it more than most people. Like, the scissors in the nose thing. He's like, all this stuff is... It fucking hurts. I can just put up with it longer than most people. Yeah, he's a cool dude, but I wish he would have told you a better story. It's like, lie to me and tell me that you <laughs> No, I like that story. <laughs> yeah, I like that story, too. I like that story. Uh, like the sle- he'll hold two sledgehammers. And Jake was saying, and Jake is a big motherfucker, like, yeah. at the gym, they have the sledgehammers, and they try to hold it out straight. He watched Titano. He was losing his mind watching it. Hold them straight back towards him with just his wrists. Straight out, like posting up, and then he did two in one hand with the scissors in his hands, and he put his head up so that the the hammer was coming down towards the scissors, and then just tapped it and brought him back up. Like it was fucking crazy. Wow. Yeah. Uh, my favorite act was actually the uh, the guy and the girl. I don't know what the fuck you call it. The acro guys, acrobats. Yeah, where they flip them around. That was amazing. They were they were super impressive. Plus, out of all the people there, because you know you. I feel like the security at a wrestling show when I'm there, right? Yeah, like, like, right. like they don't really give a fuck that we're there, but they'll use us for a spot or two if they need us, yeah, right? They have to, yeah. They don't so, trust us right away until right. we help them. So, like, so those guys were super cool to uh, us because I feel like they don't really know that we're performers too. So they kind of like treat us like, oh, these guys, like, yeah, yeah. So some of the, some of the performers, yeah. yeah. And so, but those guys that those particular two were really cool. To yeah. talk to always. Well, it's Some- funny because it wasn't until last year that they realized they weren't shitty, but certain people would overexplain things to me. Like one of the girls in one of my acts were just like, okay, and then overexplain it and almost kind of talk down to you. And then once you talk to them in a way that they realized, like, oh, that you then got it. This year, everyone was super cool. Oh, we got you? You know, okay, you're fine. Um, yeah, in the, obs- in the observatory, acrobats and alchemy was, were there. I got to see them three times a night. Yeah. And they were great. They, I looked forward to them. I really liked Poppet too. I don't know what. Her, oh, she's great. Yeah, Poppet. Yeah, I, I would like to see her in an '80s breakdance movie because I think she would just oh, throw yeah. down. You got served. Yeah, yeah. I think she's, oh, she's, probably, she's incredible. The best dancer there. I, I was telling Chuck, who is uh, the main guard in the yeah. observatory, the the one that we're not. None of us will say anything for any listeners, but uh, we're just supposed to kind of nod slowly and be very Undertaker esque. But I was telling Chuck he should have wrote character right then because Chuck loved the breakdancing girl. <laughs> and I, I go, he should have wrote character. And I'm like, that's dope. <laughs> <laughs> and then all the guards go, shh. And he goes back to being normal again. <laughs> back in the character just I'll sits be- down. <laughs> the one time when you lose it. What about the dude, uh, the dude from American Horror Story? Uh, when he came out He's and rapped. He's a trip, man. Yeah. yeah. And then, but uh, like a ninja. So sat, was it, what night were you there? I was there the first week in Friday and Saturday. Friday and Saturday. So what he so he did he came out and wrapped in a ski mask oh, yeah. and he was the uh and I, the, the I, ninja, the yeah, something flamidamide. Flamidamide, am I saying that right? Ninja, yeah. Ninja, yeah. Well man, I think I had whispered in your ear, I said, Man, that's my ninja. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this past Saturday. Um, oh no. <laughs> this yeah, this is where we gotta we go eighteen and above here. But basically he had the, the, the girl that was with him the whole time, she came out and did some interpretive dance thing like burlesque 
And he sounds like you loved it, Rick. Well, it was it was <laughs> when he so, much. so it was so then she does a handstand, splits her legs, and he whips off his pants. He was he came out uh, singing um, like America the Beautiful with like kind of a redneck accent, I guess, and then pulled his pants off and he had like a sparkly thing on his dick and flopped it on her. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. That was that was amazing. Oh, cool. <laughs> that was just like that. Oh, All that's right. Rick's yeah. favorite act. I'm in the corner fucking so, with the stairs, right. and Viv pulls me. He's like, You gotta see this. Yeah, go look. See what that dude just so did. It was like right. he had like the shaken egg kit with the sparkles and like just dipped his dick in it. You didn't see that Saturday? No, I didn't see that. I was running the ballroom, motherfucker. It was in the ballroom. It was no. Oh, this was, was in, Friday. It was in the yeah. auditorium. Yeah, this was I mean, Friday. Yeah, he was this the, was Friday. He was super cool, by the way. Yeah, he was real cool. Uh, I felt weird because like I saw him like getting stuck. He fixed the sandwich, you know, totally fine. He just needed Titano to like open the mayonnaise for him. But other than that, like I watched it and I didn't want to offer to help him. <laughs> right. But was this your favorite thing you saw? No, no, no. This is really <laughs> my favorite. Watching was, make I, a I love watching that guy make a sandwich. <laughs> I, mean, I did, and it was great. But on top of that, like it's one of those moments where like this is weird etiquette that only we'll have to learn and nobody else will. Like I didn't want to offer to help him mm-hmm. and offend him. And at the same time, like, I didn't want to just be like, do I shake his hand? Look, I was far enough, you know, like the weird things like that. Do I offer to shake your hand? Do I uh, not? You know, like, hey, I'm rich. How you doing? Cool. Yeah. And the, then just struck up a conversation. I have a f- with funny him. story just really briefly. When I was a kid, uh, I went and spent the night at my friend's like stepdad's house. And he lived with this other guy who had been in war and was missing a bunch of fingers. Mm. But I didn't fucking know that he was missing fingers. And so he went to shake my hand. And I'm fucking like 10 years old, right? And so, of course, dude, my jaw just drops. <laughs> and, and, the, and the guy is just looking at me like, and then I think about it afterwards. I was like, that guy's a dick. He had another yeah. hand. He could have no, offered no. me. He, he yeah. knew what he was doing. Right, like yeah, he offered, like, he offered yeah. me this fucking two finger hand. This little fucking Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> you have no you were, right you to get offended me, at that yeah, point. Yeah. It's a 10 year old kid. Of course, but, but he's like, be. But like, I, I don't even remember if I shook his hand or not. I was just so shocked. He stuck this out, and I just you're just frozen <laughs> in place. Right. Well, not. I mean, I had that cartoon fucking Ayuga. I- fucking <laughs> nice. <laughs> just. I mean, uh, to go with what you were just saying, Rich. The first show I did with Zach, right, uh, was at the Ritz, and there's those little steps coming down the stairs, and he's about to walk down the stairs. I'm down at the bottom. Should you and help? I put my hand out to help him, and he like slapped my hand, like kind of like, "Hey, what's up, man?" Just kind of, <laughs> and also <laughs> slapped it out of the way because he didn't want my help. But yeah. that was his way, you know. Yeah. Recognizing cool that I was, it, yeah. yeah, and I'm like, all right. You know, it, but yeah, it, to what you said there, I learned that, okay, you don't offer help. Yeah. yeah. Want, I mean, you Unless also don't, you also don't look at him and say, good luck with that. Yeah. You don't yeah. say that either. <laughs> I like that yeah. you're the one that thinks that. That's that goes balance. in your head. Yeah. yeah. I also uh, liked uh, the devil's tightrope. Oh, that one's like, cool. It's every crazy. year. Yeah. Every the year it blows my mind. I've done that four years and it blows my mind every time. Uh, well, and that act and what was cool. that? What was that hanging act that we had to help hang hooks and people's oh my God. fucking uh, back? The, the ascension of Icarus. I didn't we see we that. we carabinered the dude in from a, a like fifteen feet in the air. So then they pull him up. He's probably hanging ten feet in the air, and they got silks hanging from him. And a girl does like a silk acrobat thing, like and then from the silks hanging off. Yeah, of him. yeah, yeah, from wow. hang, yeah, from him. And then then she comes down, and then they. I don't know how this worked into the act, actually, but they bring out, like, essentially a, a, bride, and a, a groom. bride and groom. He comes down with these long-ass pins and sticks them through their chest, like, sideways. and Because he's telling me, he's like, okay, then I'm going to stab them, I'm going to stab them, and then you're going to hook them in, and then we're going to raise them up. 
What? Well, okay. Yeah, but so, again, we didn't walk through this. So me and Rick are looking at each other like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. yeah. So um, so yeah, he, he puts the he puts the pins through their chests. They have hooks in their backs. And then we've got a carabiner, each one into this like arch thing that's hanging from where he just okay. was. And then they just hang there like they're this dead married couple. They're pinned together though. No, the pins are just sticking through their chest. I, again, they're I, raised up close enough where it looks like they got each other's hands. Like, yeah, right, they're just, right. just kind of like, this, like yeah. levitating. The way you're yeah. saying that, I'm thinking of the couple from Beetlejuice. Like, it's yeah, that didn't come down. Yeah, yeah. It's, it had a lot of that. That that's what okay. I was thinking too. Unfortunately, though, the people that hold the rope for the thing that hangs their bodies on or whatever, they're they're a little shaky on the way down, and they cut the one dude's back really oh, fucking yeah. bad. Because I went off to the side with him, and you went off to the side with the mm-hmm. girl. Because I didn't. I didn't want to cross across the stage, right. and fucking uh, his back was bad, and they were like worried about it backstage. But he mm. had to go do another act, and they were like just trying to clean it up as much as they could. And his back was fucking, it was bleeding bad. Well, dude. on dude, this past wow. Saturday, did the the Icarus one, and they cut out the couple part, so they just did the did the silks thing, and he started bleeding. And it was bleeding onto the silk, which was kind of a cool effect actually, but. That, that I don't know if that counts as an effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a aesthetic. I don't bring nothing there that I wouldn't care if it got covered in blood or paint. Oh or no, yeah, yeah. Whatever yeah. crap I ate that day, nothing goes through those doors that I'm not worried about losing. Yeah, theater bizarre, man. I can't wait till next year. I was you, telling you myself, you have to be there. It's just something yeah. to experience. You got to experience yeah. at least once. It's like yeah. a Tim Burton movie come to life. Yeah. It's the only well, way I can explain it to people. And what I was going to go with was the people that are attending. You're not seeing Hollywood, you know, Halloween USA. Uh, no, it's costume. not Party City. No, yeah. these people no, are these making people their are own putting stuff, some putting shit time. into those costumes. Yeah, right. most of them. There's the occasional yeah. guy where I'm like, "You are steampunk? Is that the? G-? I don't understand." I, you know what? I did see one guy wearing jeans, a friggin' Corona T-shirt, and just a mask. And this was on Saturday. I saw a really crappy Thor. Like, too. What? What are you? I yeah, saw the crappy you're, Thor. You're like, a really you're dude? a mass douche, is what you are. <laughs> yeah, I would say just people watching at the event is almost worth the price of admission, anyways. Yes. Because yeah. there's so many, yeah. the people are so into it that because they get it. You, yeah. know, you know, what I mean, the people that go there, they're a different kind of group of people. Mm-hmm. It's like some really rich, famous e type people, and right. then there's some just really creepy. I like tattoos and weird shit people. Us. And yeah, it's us. <laughs> yeah, it's us. And but they get so into it. So like this is their one time of the year where they're like, we're kind of part of the show too. So it's yeah. it's I, in terms of wrestling, it's equivalent to ECW. Like they're part of the show. Yeah, yeah right. And in in the right context. Too. Yeah, in the yeah. performers, I feel like everyone goes above because that's the one time of year where they feel normal. Like the it, it's a weird vibe. Kinda. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, the the whole atmosphere there though is another thing that like. I can't describe. It's like an elegant, twisted circus. Yeah. I like that. It just, oh, yeah, nice. the atmosphere is just like, this is like a completely different place I'm in right now. Yeah. And it takes a while to adjust back to it the next day. All yesterday, oh, I was yeah. just like, coming oh, back, well, coming and, back to reality. And is I, definitely I had weird. Jay's gig last year, and, and Jay, you can talk to this, but basically you're sitting in that observatory for on Saturday for like four hours. Four hours. Four yeah. hours watching these acts. It's supposed to be complete silence. You're just listening to that kind of like, melodic drum beat oh it's almost. hypnotic for sure and it's clockwork orange mm-hmm. like i i i I, it, I had the weirdest weirdest dreams yeah, all I, last week and then by this week i was kind of desensitized to right, it and right. got to the point where when the ritual of the rope would come up i'm no longer going okay this is kind of weird i'm just like okay well it's actually kind of impressive that she's upside down and tying herself up behind her back 
it is. I, and I sort of appreciated what they were doing. As well, I'm sorry that it took that to get you to appreciate their fucking work. Jason. As a former Boy Scout, I'm, yeah. I'm impressed with the fucking knots that guy's tying. I'm like, wow, that's something. Yeah. That, well, and it's not only impossible. that they tie the knots, is that they <laughs> well, the endurance. undo them. Yeah. Behind her back, the, un, was, the wow. endurance involved with hanging like that for like extended periods of time, oh. and like the uh, and this is I talked to them because Devil's Tightrope I did, and I was an anchor for them, so my mm-hmm. wrists were strapped to the other guy's mm-hmm. wrists, which were strapped tied to a rope tied to another guy strapped to another guy's on fire. So it's incredibly hard mm-hmm. to like hold, and my thumb started going numb because like the tension on it where the rope was hooked to the other guy. And I talked to one of the performers there in the observatory, and she was explaining to me, like, oh, no, we know our anatomy. Like, can you do this? Can you do that? It should be fine in 24 hours. You didn't kill a nerve because of the ulnar joint, blah, blah, And tell me all this stuff. I'm like, wow. She's like, yeah, you have to know your shit. You could paralyze somebody if you tie them wrong. Oh, right. If you get them on, like, a certain nerve cluster, somebody could have a heart attack if you tie off an artery in a certain way. Like, they know their anatomy. Yeah, exactly. I remember talking about that with you two years you ago. You were there, yeah. yeah. she Because she kind of tied your arm behind your back and was showing you how to do it. Interestingly enough that Dave brought this up. <laughs> so they're like, they what? said, like, you guys are wrestling. You guys would be really good at this, this bondage thing, like, if to be like it would be cool with having bigger guys muscular guys or like your endurance so she's like oh yeah i'll show you and she Here's tied Dickie up Bronson my arm at the front of the line she <laughs> tie, tied, me, tie me up tie me up she, i said well i guess i could try it yeah <laughs> he was more he was more into it than that so she tied up my one arm and so i'm standing there and she was like oh no yeah just relax a little bit and dave's standing there watching goes it's cool, bro. Just relax. Just breathe into it. I'm like, <laughs> Dave, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Like, you're making this so much he's weirder. Your, he's your bondage midwife. <laughs> he told me, breathe. It's breathe. Cool. It's breathe. cool, man. Just relax. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did uh, do that. All right. It's true. It was totally fine. It's like, <laughs> Gotta make it weird. Gotta make it weird. Anywho. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> really, the main topic tonight <laughs> was going to be horror flicks probably say right now as a suggestion from uh, kid hybrid here we've got Ernest scared stupid on the tv yes uh, i watched it last night and i'm just like two weeks ago you're like oh it's the best horror movie ever i never said it's the best movie ever go read the mess it's the it, best Ernest flick for sure it's his favorite <laughs> movie ever, now what he meant what i what i will say about it is it's super underrated in the sense that like for a halloween movie for a whole family to enjoy this is one of the few that you could sit down oh, yeah, with yeah. your kids and watch and not have to worry about anything inappropriate. And it's still entertaining to you as an adult. Whether that's over the top. Ernest always over the top. You know, like it, 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 like I said off the air, Ernest is Here's to white people what Medea is to black people. <laughs> yeah, but he ain't got no statue. He didn't get any Emmys or nothing. No Academy Damn Awards. But, but he won my heart, Rich. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> worth more than all the gold and all the statues. Isn't that like a participation uh, ribbon? But like Dickie said earlier, it legit scared him as a kid. Oh yeah, absolutely. Really? The dude, the goblin was pretty terrifying they, as a kid. I, I will say, like, uh, so I I'm watching the the production values, the outs, the what are supposed to be the outdoor sets, and it's really just like you know, it looks like a ten by ten room or something. But the the money they put into that main character mask, I oh, think it's that's great. the entire budget. It's a cool design yeah. too. Like I think it's just perfect for like little kids scary mm-hmm. where it's not too over the top terrifying, but it's like just scary enough for a kid. You know what I mean? Like I could I could watch the movie and not be mortified, but I was definitely unnerved. He's turning the kids into little wooden dogs. Oh, when he turns oh. the dog into a chunk of wood. Right, that's sad. Oh like God, it pulls that, on that, your emotions. That was the first emotion I felt Come watching on. this. I'm like, oh man, the I dog. told you this movie is not 
It's it's not bad. It's no. really not. Salesman. Hybrid's still trying to sell you. And that that dog's name is Rimshot. Rimshot. You will do well to remember that. Yes. No. I, I it will always be with me. Yeah. Yep, I remember this movie when it came out, and I thought about because Hybrid was talking it, it up so much. He was selling me on this damn movie, but you know I should watch that again. And then I pulled up the Wikipedia page and I started reading through the summary and I got like three sentences in and I went nope. You're lost, buddy. It is, and we, me, and Hybrid discussed this. It's the most coherent Ernest movie. Yeah. <laughs> as ridiculous hey, as it man, sounds. How about yeah. Ernest goes to camp? That's I, a good I, one. Come I on. don't know that I've watched any other Ernest movies. Ah, uh, well, I've you should. Ernest goes to camp was my first. I branched off into goes to jail. Yeah. Slam yeah. dunk. I didn't see goes to Africa. Saw this. Are you making that up? Ernest no, saves Christmas. Like, yeah, saves Christmases. <laughs> I, I told you, him and the Olsen twins were just knocking them out. Oh, the Olsen twins, yeah, they got yeah. a whole library. And if you were thinking about it, Ernest is just redneck peewee, almost. Oh, yeah. Not just, but like, I love it. I love everything. He's redneck peewee because peewee had Speck, the dog's back, mm-hmm. and he's got this weird cast of friends. They got like the guys in this one that were the police officers, the chubby guy and the skinny dude that never talks, like... There are different roles in every Ernest movie. Is the town the same? Is there any continuity between the movies? I don't believe so. I, I don't know. That's the beauty of it. I would have the, to go back and watch more I don't Ernest. I think they, yeah. they <laughs> these, go into that. I these don't even say, think they save the town, do they? These could have taken place at any time. There's no real continuity. I'm sure there's some crazy website that like breaks down the continuity in the movies and somebody's obsessed, but... And as you notice, he never he never ages in the movies. Like he always looks the same. I was trying to figure out how old this dude was because he's, he's dead he's now. Dead now yeah. But I don't think he was that old when he died. Jim Varney, yeah. I want to say fifties, maybe. I don't yeah, know. I think it was late fifties. Okay, well, I'm... he was fifty. <laughs> he and exactly. Dave pointed out, Stills pointed out too. He made a very good Jeb from the Beverly Hillbillies. One of my top five. Was yeah. he in the movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah really. Yeah. He was. Yeah. He was yeah. Jeb. Yeah. He's dead. Oh, so yeah. was uh, what's his name? Get with it, Rick. Come on, Diedrich Bader. From, Dude, there's uh, only one Beverly Hills Hillbillies for me, and that's the original series. It was. I, uh, I mean, that's all right. Yeah. What's his name? I just think it's incredible that Ernest branched off into a film career after starting as a commercial. Oh, ABC right. Warehouse. ABC Warehouse. Man. I yeah. think he had something to do with a comedy troupe before that, though. Like he had that character before the before the ABC Warehouse commercial. Well, that's a wonderful character. I don't care what you guys say. <laughs> no, he's great. <laughs> I, I feel like you just keep trying to defend well, him. We're not my, putting him down. Dude, we're characters. We're wrestlers. If anybody oh. should appreciate the ridiculousness of Ernest, oh, no, it's I, like this is I'm one right of the few scenes you. where they actually have a. Uh, well, now it's done, but where they actually have a vehicle moving. Usually, the vehicle's just propped up in the corner well, of the ten by the, ten room with the headlights on. Did you want to put gas into your movie budget? Well, if you spend <laughs> it all on that damn mask, you can't. No, yeah. hell no. Well, honestly, speaking of horror movies, bad taste. Have you seen Bad Taste? Peter oh, yeah. Jackson's first movie. The masks they, about aliens that come down to eat people. Super gory. He made those masks in his mom's oven. Like they, ba- He baked the mask. He made everything from scratch for those movies. Because there was Bad Taste, really? then Dead Alive. Dead Alive, yeah. Yeah, and then I want I can't I remember. I've never seen Bad Taste. Bad Taste is his very first one. The Frighteners, Fr- Frighteners was a really good concept and really yeah. well written. And then, bam, they just gave him Lord of the Rings, which is crazy. Well, when, he, when he got Lord of the Rings, I was just like, wait, the dude who did Bad Taste is getting Lord of the Rings? What the fuck is yeah. going on? And, they, I mean, luckily it went well. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. you got, and Sam Raimi is the same thing. Sam Raimi did, you know, uh, Evil Dead, all those, Army of Darkness. 
And then he did uh, Quick and the Dead with Sharon Stone. Yep. And then didn't he do Spider Man? Yeah. He did Dark Man first, which was right. awesome. Right. Yeah. yeah the first one, one yeah. before they did like 15 sequels. Yeah. That had Benny from LA Law. And it was super <laughs> yeah. weird for yeah. me because Benny is the lovable slow guy on LA Law. And I'm like, ah, oh, Benny, because I'm a little kid. And then I see him as a villain completely. And then Dr. Gillick did Dr. Giggles. Forget about it. He was that guy, too. <laughs> then he did, uh, yeah, Spider Man movies, the first yeah. the three Spider Man movies. I mean, so outside of uh, Ernest movies, what are some, some favorite? Hybrid. Well, I want I want to talk uh, holiday themed horror movies. Okay, like Silent Night, Deadly Night. What's the one with Goldberg? Didn't Goldberg play? I, and that's the there, one I there's talk literally about was, uh, Santa Slay. That's my oh. favorite. Ho- 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 how did they play? How oh, did they spell good. Slay? How did they spell it? S L A Y, of course. Oh man, <laughs> I was actually in the uh, the test audience for that movie when I lived in Hollywood. Um, what the fuck else don't I know about you? Lived in Hollywood? The, oh, dude. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. yeah. That's another <laughs> we'll podcast. We'll, we'll go on. We'll do a podcast about, yeah, Jay's life. Go on, go on. <laughs> but, uh, and then I was picked to sit down with the director and talk about it, and everybody fucking hated that movie. Um, like, people were going, oh, I don't understand why they had to show the stripper's breasts. Because <laughs> like, it's a horror movie. It's a B-horror movie. Because like, they're fun. Yes. I thought it was too violent. Yeah, it's a fucking horror movie. Um, I don't know. I thought it was hilarious and amazing, and it didn't even go straight to DVD. It went straight to TBS. (laughs) Was that the first time I've ever heard of that? Was it right after Thunder or something? Yeah, something. Well, Thunder was over by then. This was 2004. Okay. Oh, so this is long after. So Bill had WCW. a lot of time on his hands, is what you're saying. Oh, yeah. He had some, he was still getting paid by Time Warner and could do whatever he wanted. And, uh, and I this, thought it was great. I mean, from well, killing James Caan in the very first scene to the very end, I thought it was great. They did a great job. And it's one of those ones that, unless you were a wrestling fan, you never really sought it out. Yeah. I, I, I bet that was Time Warner's way of trying to get something out of him while they were mm-hmm. still. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, since he's making so much yeah. money. Yeah. Right, you got to do something. Get something back. We're yeah. going to blow our wad on having James Conn in the first 15 minutes of this show. <sighs> and it's all you. Yasmin Bleeth and uh, somebody else, too. It, yeah, it was uh, uh, who's uh, Corky Romano? Chris Chris. Chris Kitt- yep. Yeah, I think oh. he was killed in the first scene, too. <laughs> oh, I'll have to see this. <laughs> I love Chris Kattan. Mr. Peters. Uh, <laughs> so anyways, that's my, that's like my favorite Chris holiday theme. Killed, or... <laughs> yeah, we'll do our Chris Kattan cast a different day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, well, I, I was going to say, if, if he's talking like holiday-themed yeah. horror films, there's literally a movie called Holiday, or Holidays, and it's like, like one of the multiple-story horror films. Oh, and those are always good, like VHS. Yeah, it's it's like that, and they're you know some of them are hit or miss, some of them are better. I think one of them's even directed by Kevin Smith. Uh, one of them's directed by uh, the guy who uh, fuck I'm forgetting. But anyways, there's one that's on Netflix right now called Holidays. It's like a uh, multiple horror based themes around uh, different like, holidays. Like Tales from the Crypt, where you just got a bunch of little mini stories. Yeah, it's yeah. just a bunch of different. Sweet. It's like Creep Show, but just mm-hmm. with fucking holiday themed thing. Uh, Kevin Smith is actually one of the worst on there, though. His is based around like strippers. His, he got Halloween, so he got the easiest theme. Oh yeah, for the holidays movie, and his is all based around strippers, and really has nothing to do with Halloween. <laughs> and, and I don't know if he was high when he came up with it. Before, was a great but idea. he gets high a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like people have like tons of stuff that they've written and never used, and they get a new project, and they're like, "Well, I'll just plug this into that project they gave me." So, yeah. but just I, out of, if your th- movie's called Holidays and you got the theme Halloween. 
You have the easiest, easiest one, yeah. And it needs to be all of them were horror. So like, yes. there was an Easter horror. There was a, right. There's like a St. Patrick. There's a fucking Valentine's Day. Oh man, you know. I didn't even think about the Leprechaun. The Leprechaun series. series there's yeah. so much yeah. to talk about with this. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Leprechaun, that's what I did in Hollywood. Was that was were some of the films that I negotiated the copyrights on. What the fuck? So wow. How long have I known you? I love Leprechaun. Uh, I love the out. first three. Oh, horrifying when I was I, a I kid. I don't like the one goes to the hood. Or yeah, whatever. once he goes to the hood in space, it gets a little crazy. I never saw a space. It was like, it was like Chucky. Like Chucky, the first yeah. couple Child's Play movies were decent, yeah. and then it just got ridiculous, and they just ran with the, it. The yeah. remake was good. Yeah, the remake was. The remake was good. Uh, I like the continuity with the remake. Yeah. Where they added in the old story. Yeah. Um, when did they do the remake? Yeah, I completely missed they... that. Uh, within the last few years. Yeah, it was about three years ago, four years ago. But they tie okay. it into the original Chucky? Yes, yep. yes. That sounds pretty sweet. It, it's it's better than you would think. Well, that was one, uh, you know, we'll talk about some favorites, but also just best series. You know, the Chuckies. Oh, yeah. Best of- best series for me, uh, mine's kind of an off-the-wall pick, but I love the Hellraiser series. Oh, I'm a like huge those. mark for the Hellraiser series. Those were super favorite. scary. I didn't never saw them because I never felt like I could watch them when I was a kid, no matter how old I got. <laughs> the, Pinhead is just my favorite horror yeah. character of all time. Yeah. I love just how smart he is, and he just doesn't put up with anybody's shit. Like, like somebody tries to say something stupid, and he's just like, quiet. <laughs> like, <laughs> and he just, you know, and it, it always ends with them getting ripped up and stuff, so it's cool. Uh, it's gory. Uh, but actually, my favorite Hellraiser movie really has nothing to do with the series. There's a... Because they made a bunch, mm-hmm. and some of them are hit or miss. But Hellraiser Inferno, it's like the fifth one or something like that. And it it's like they wrote another movie and just added Pinhead and Hellraiser into it. Yeah, that happens a lot. And, and like it seriously has nothing to do with the rest of the franchise. But so a lot of fans shit on it because it's like, oh, it has nothing to do with mm-hmm. fucking. But if you take away fucking the fact that it's the bait and switch. Yeah, it, you, you're like this like is Halloween actually three. You're like this Halloween three. Yeah, yeah, the that. season of the witch. Yeah, yep. uh, but it, it's just a really fucking great film that nobody talks about. Hellraiser Inferno. Don't go into it thinking about the rest of the series because it has no continuity with the rest of the series. But it's just a really fucking good horror film that nobody talks about. So there's that one, and then yeah, Season of the Witch is another one that he. It's it's a good fucking movie. Yeah, yeah with one, the mask, it's creepy with like the bugs start coming out. Right, and, and, yeah. and people were furious because they wanted Michael Myers again, and and because uh, they thought at that point Michael Myers was the face of their sure. Halloween franchise, but they didn't know that when Halloween was first introduced. Uh, they were supposed to do a different theme every year. They just oh, they ran that. with oh. the they ran with the Michael Myers theme because it got so over. So they were like, "Oh, we'll do another one, and then we'll move on." And people hated it. So then it became all about Michael Myers, and that's how huh. we remember Halloween. I uh, went through a huge horror phase in middle school, like Italian horror movies, Japanese horror movies, like Lucio Fulci and Dario Argento stuff, like crazy gory yeah, yeah. shit. And then. Horror? Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, Asia Argento is his daughter, and she's a direct stuff now, but she's also an actress. Okay. And I remember I watched uh, Halloween, and I was like, "Man, I don't get it." And then now, like a few years ago, I rewatched him. Like, this is so good. It's so yeah. good. Well, what well, makes what makes it's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What what makes it so good is that's kind of the framework for every horror movie we see since. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like uh, watching Richard Pryor's stand up, right? Like mm-hmm. Richard Pryor's stand up maybe doesn't hold up in today's world as well. Uh, it's still good, but it's not as good as maybe some of the comedians you see. But you understand that he fucking changed the game. Yeah, you've seen so everybody you imitate the formula. Him. Right, right. And so now you know when they're really fucking good because that's the formula that's repeated throughout everything else. And that's how it was with horror. So John Carpenter's Halloween comes out. There's not really like a slasher film like that. The closest thing was Psycho. And, mm-hmm. you know, this is fucking 15 years after that or 20 years after that. 
And uh, this movie comes out and sets the framework for all the 80s slashers. Yeah. You know what I mean? So this changed the game of horror. Yeah. So that's the reason why that movie is such a classic, because it's literally the framework to all these other movies that we watch. Yeah. Everything used to be a lot more psychological. Like, I remember the one that really fucked with me from the classic horror movies when I was in high school and I watched the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. And people think like, oh, blood and guts. There's very little blood and guts in that movie. Just at the end, it's just disturbing. It's the way you're it's uncomfortable yeah. the whole fucking. I'll let you movie. get to your point, but uh, just also Halloween, the original, there is no blood in it. No, people none. don't realize that. If you go back and watch, there's zero blood in the entire film. Yeah, that's true. You'll see like a kid hanging from a door, no blood though. Yeah, there's no blood, and it was all the tension like leading up to it, like in the beginning where they pick, they have John Larroquette does the narration for the beginning of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, oh, which was based off of Ed Gein, the serial killer, which was also also what, psycho. Yep. Yeah. Just like different ends of the spectrum, like right. bits and pieces were true. And they're in the in driving through is funny because when we first trained for wrestling, it was in Jetto, Michigan, in like the middle of nowhere at uh, that school out there, like just outside Port Huron. So there were dirt roads and there'd be like a broken down house with like a fucking generator hooked up to it. Like you'd see <laughs> shit like what they see in this movie. Yeah, you feel like you're driving into a horror movie. It is. And you'll see like the gas stations with the painted sign and shit like that. And then goes. Yeah. And so, well, you, you could be driving through it, but then they pick up this hitchhiker and there's no music. And he's, I don't think any of it was scripted. He's just acting super fucking weird and everybody's getting weirded out. And he cuts that chick and does some weird shit with their photo and like disappears. And then nothing happens. It's just teens being teens. And then finally, when they're like, you know, you're almost getting bored. And finally, they like find this swimming hole and then they go up to this house. They knock on the door. Leatherface throws the door open, bashes the dude over the head with a sledgehammer and drags him in, shuts the door. Then it goes back to the normal shit again. You're like, what the fuck just happened? The kid's like seizing up and shit. And then it, <laughs> it would fuck with you throughout. And then at the end, oh my God. Yeah, I like that they they pulled you into the characters. Movies nowadays, I feel like you don't get you don't get you don't care about who's getting killed. It was so awkward yeah. too. There no were no the the villains yeah, the, the, the protagonists don't get over it all anymore. It's no. all about the yeah. fucking antagonist, the killer, and the and, gore. And, yeah, and, and to me, that's a cheap way out. Well, and they romanticize the killer a lot of the time too. By the time we're like, that's the most. In- of course, if that's the most interesting person, then they're gonna go for that guy. But in this, like, they made the dudes like backwoods weirdos. Like the guy when he gets the when he gets the girl like in the bag. Like the guy that she goes to a gas station for help when shit hits the fan. Turns out that guy's in the fucking family where you didn't really see it coming, but he's so fucking weird. And so awkward, and yeah, the shit no he's saying likable. to her, and like, there's no music. There's awkward silences, just filled with like him ad libbing weird lines, like, and that oh, it's just so fucking creepy. To this day, I never saw any of the remakes. I don't really want to. There was even that weird one with Matthew McConaughey. I guess. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I, I watched. I, I've seen all of them. Yeah, <laughs> I like the other remakes, but the one with uh, Matthew McConaughey, it's weird. Yeah. Which, which was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre that like had Leatherface's family? Had the one guy with the uh, he, second he, one, I think. Was it the second or where he would light the uh, the coat hanger and scratch the skin off his his head? The second one, I think. I think it was called like it wasn't called All in the Family, but it was something like that. Was the tagline? Was that the one where the it's Dennis like, Hopper's re- in there? Ridic- right? Yeah, is that, is that the ridiculously cheesy one? It's yeah. corny as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, Especially yeah. the ending. Yeah, I, I don't remember. But that. I, I like I like the some of their skin. I like some of their later remakes. There's a. They made a remake. It was okay, I think, with Jessica Biel or somebody. Yeah, I remember that. But yeah, they, that wasn't but, bad. but then they made like a prequel remake to that. It was like uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Beginning, 
which was really fucking mm. good. Actually. I heard that was good. It and it had good. uh, what's that guy's name from fucking um, Full Metal Jacket, the fucking army guy, Army Emery. Yeah, he was in it, and I I love that dude, and he fucking kills it as the fucking like the main dad of the fucking yeah family. Yeah, and he's a cop, right? Yeah, well, he's not a cop. Yeah. He kills a cop and steals the uniform. Oh, and that's car. what it was. Like, yeah. and for shock value, like I actually kind of enjoyed. If you accept it for what it is. House of a Thousand Corpses and uh, Devil's, Devil's Rejects. Rejects. When you realize, once you realize, like they're not trying to reinvent the wheel. This is just like homage to like all the old horror movies. See, it's I, pretty effective. I liked House of a Thousand Corpses. I, I really like Devil's Rejects, but I think Rob Zombie is a good example of a director who never gets the baby face over ever. Oh. No, it's a it's oh, pretty, really? no, He likes yeah. the cool heel. He's wonderful at getting the heels over, but. He never has a baby face that you give a fuck about ever. They, they really tried and to make you sympathetic, and especially Devil's Rejects. Which I thought was a nice twist in yeah. that movie. But then after, you know, Rob Zombie, I feel like, is the most inconsistent director in horror that they have. Uh, I love Devil's Rejects. I think it's a great fucking film. I think House of a Thousand Corpses is decent to good. And then, uh, you Halloween. know, I don't care for the Halloween remakes, especially number two, which I thought was a fucking... It's the, only, packs it's, the, it's the US only movie I've ever got up and walked out of in my oh, life. Hmm. And I'm a Rob yeah. Zombie fan. I, you know, I, I listen to Rob yeah. Zombie. I'm a Rob Zombie fan. I got up and walked out of, and I, I just, I. What, it, what, what made, what made you walk, leave? It was all about guns, and I was just like, that's not fucking. That's not a horror. That's not Halloween. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's. It was very gun. I think you know. It, it just. I just don't like that he took the mask off and that you see him walking around like that. It, that took Mike me Myers. Out. Yeah, and Halloween really? and the second one. I don't watch remake. a lot of horror flicks, yeah. man. This is all you guys. <laughs> yeah, uh, Pretty much everything we talk about here, I know nothing. So I want to so. mention a horror series that scared me as a kid, and it's 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 delightfully bad. And uh, I mean that because there's different types of horror movies. Uh, there's this horror franchise called uh, Night of the Demons. Uh, it started in the 80s. I think they had a couple little sequels in the 90s. Uh, the main killer is this Angela. She's like this demon who possesses pretty much your normal horror premise kids. They're, they sneak out of, like, a Catholic school or whatever to go party. And where do they go? They got to go to the old haunted house right. down the street. Shit gets fucking weird because it's on, like, an Indian burial ground. And, like, a <laughs> it's demon. got everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It it's, all of them. It's, it's literally, like... But, like, Every when I was a kid, the visual fucking... This Angela, this fucking main character, if somebody could look it up, oh, my God, fucking terrified me. Gave me fucking nightmares. What was the name of it? Uh, Night of the Demons. And just search Angela with it, and you should fucking get her to pop up. And fucking, it terrified me. And so I was scared to see it till I was like 15 again. I went and bought it at fucking like FYE or whatever. And I get it home and man, is it bad. It's so bad. <laughs> That's like my buddy. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the images of Angela as the fucking demon terrified me, bro. Oh, okay. Oh, I've seen yeah. those uh, covers. I've seen the covers oh, for yeah. that. Yeah, she yeah. looks like uh, Linda Blair, uh, an exorcist. Yeah, it terrified me. And I, I don't know why, but as a kid, I used to watch horror movies at a young age. My parents just didn't give a fuck. And just let me watch Same it here. all. They didn't care. Right. So, like, I was watching Freddy Krueger when I was, like, five and stuff. I actually thought Freddy was kind of cool. But, like, when I watched her, my God, it's terrifying. And if you watch it now, it's really bad. The demons, the halftime, they're demons. Halftime, they're, like, dumb zombies. from <laughs> like, like, they go back and forth. Like, at one point, they have powers, and then they're, like, idiots who can't grab you. <laughs> well, really- you bring it up. The second Freddy movie was all about Freddy being the coolest, coolest dude. Yeah, and, and those are my favorite series: yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. The first one I feel is like scary, and then it starts. He becomes more of a cheesy guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the third one's my favorite because of uh, Dream Warriors. It's I so, like the idea in their dreams they each have a power. Right. 
it's so weird how like these start off as horror movies and then end up getting marketed to kids. Like even like yeah. adult movies in general, like RoboCop, they made like a kid's cartoon where he gets fucking dismembered in front of you by gunfire in like the first movie. And then, uh, but what stands out to me is they had that cartoon, Saturday morning cartoon, The Toxic Crusaders, based on the Toxic Avenger movies. So I was like eight. Yeah. I don't know how old I was. I watched them. Like, oh, I love this cartoon. Those are hard, hard Tro- R rated flicks. They oh, were yeah. borderline X. They were um, trauma movies. So yeah, I remember being films, at the movie. Yeah. yeah, I remember being at the um, movie store with my parents, and uh, I saw the uh, Toxic Avenger VHS tape. And so I told my parents, oh, this is based on that, that cartoon I watched. So, of course, my, my parents just trust whatever. I saw Terminator when I was, like, super young. So they go, oh, okay, yeah, it's based on a cartoon, whatever. They buy it. I'm watching it. There's, like, tits out. There's this, like, the heels in it are these, like, weird, like, thugs. And what they do on their Saturday night is run over kids on their bikes. And, like, they, they run over one. Like, it shows a kid and his mom, like, be home at 7. Okay, all right. He's riding his bike. These guys are like, ooh, go get him. And they fucking run over the kid and back up over his head. And they're like, ooh, did you see him scream? And then they take pictures of the dead body that they show with, like, the head dismembered. And I'm fucking terrified. Which, yeah, as a kid, that's got to be the most terrifying thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> I never rode my bike. Screaming. Between, yeah, between that and Unsolved Mysteries, I thought I was going to get kidnapped, <laughs> raped, and How my head torn How sweet was off. Robert Stack's voice on that? Oh, dude. Oh, oh, my, oh, sis- oh, nobody, oh my sister can't hear his voice to this day. Dude. Yeah. And then when the Toxic Avengers, this poor nerd, that they think a funny prank would be to throw... Well, um... Get him to ter- put on a fucking ballerina outfit, shove him into the woman's locker room, and make it seem like this chick wants to fuck him who's butt naked. And then they throw him in a bucket of toxic waste and watch his skin melt while they laugh. <laughs> <laughs> this was a Saturday morning cartoon they made based on these fucking movies. Twisted. And I can't be the only kid that saw the thing. Oh, this is a fucking cartoon with the glow in the dark and the slime <laughs> and the fucking, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I just shut it off. Like, I did not finish it. I'm like, I am not supposed... And I used to watch everything as a kid. I'm like, I'm not supposed to fucking watch this movie. And I I just returned it and never told him to this day. Dave, we've we've been talking about how cartoons are just terrible these days. They're all terrible, man. Not to... I mean, total segue here. Everything is, like, digitally made. No, There's no drawing anymore. Right. There's no characters. Like, it just... No, it's just goofy stuff happening. Yeah, but yeah, and there's nothing edgy about it. There's it, nothing. It, no, and the humor is really weird. Like, I, I don't get it. It's like ADD. That's just a bunch of random shit happening in and colors. Like, just a lot of bright colors, the, yeah. switching scenes. But um, so Angela, uh, sleepaway camp. Anybody? Oh yeah, that? Oh, the yeah. end. Yeah. Okay, the first oh, one is arguably the best twist. It's it's laughably yeah. bad throughout nightmares. the whole thing. It's entertainingly bad. It's so great. I and love the second one. The end, the twist they give you, you're like, holy shit, I did not. Yeah, it's, it's the best twist that I can call off the top yeah. of my head. I explained it to Truth. He's like, I'm never going to see it. You can tell me the twist. Uh, so I told it to him. He goes, holy shit, that's a good fucking twist. <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> good, good impression. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah. Seldom is he blown away, blown away by anything. So like, it was cool that this actually did it for him. But then, uh, yeah, the second one the and second the third one. one the thing that made those stand out is how creative they got with the deaths. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's just, uh, again, this is 80s slasher, like, and it's just really, it's it's borderline almost cheesy, but in a way that's still entertaining to you. I, I love that formula. I love uh, I love all the fucking um, Friday 13th movies. I love once they get to three. The first one is, like, cool. It's about, his, it's actually his mom's the right, killer. Right. <laughs> and people don't realize he doesn't pick up the mask till number three. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't start wearing the hockey mask till the third movie. The 3D one. Yeah. Yep. And then, oh, yeah. 
And then after that, I mean, they essentially make the same movie in just various ways for the next four or so. But they're all good which, which fucking one, slasher films. Which one was it with uh, Corey Feldman as the kid that kills him? I mean, I don't know. Was that, that two? I, or no, that, no, that would have been later. That would have been like four or five, right? Yeah, that's, that's probably after because he has the mask at that point. Because then Corey's supposed to become Jason at the end, yeah, right? Yeah, that was like the idea. He shaves his yeah. head and he's all bloody. Yeah, but but the, the actual movie is pretty much the essential same thing for fucking like four movies in a row. They tried to do like a little twist in each one, but it's essentially the same thing because they had the girl with the psychic powers who fights him at one point and uh, different things. But um, ultimately, they were the same, but they were all fucking good. They were all just a good slasher film. I hadn't worked my way through all of them yet. The final I even like I even like the remake that they did, uh, just the first one. The remake they did, what was it in... Uh, Oh six, oh seven ish. Yeah, yeah, yep. I thought that was good because it sort of wedged itself into the continuity, kinda. See, I had a friend uh, named Drew that uh, he did worked as a photographer, and he would do photography for the Chiller Horror Convention, and he knew Kane Hodder from that and uh, all those dudes. And he told me that Kane Hodder and the guy playing the new Jason had to be kept at like separate ends of the convention because Kane Hodder was fucking pissed. Really? That was they didn't use him. He's he, like oh. that's his whole life. Yeah. Like he's so into that character. He's like a he's he so looks like a gassed it. out DDP. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He's a he big. Really does. He's a big fucking dude. But that that is his entire life is that character. Well, I, you know, with the I, new one, I uh, the other guy's <laughs> fault. It took him. The new one has one of my favorite kills. The new one is uh, good for the kills and stuff, but they fail, like we were saying earlier, to get any protagonists really old. Oh, yeah. So you really are just waiting for Jason to kill people. See, I don't know if this counts as horror. I suppose it does, but 28 Days Later may be my favorite movie, period. It's yeah, fucking that's good. Great movie, but that's a good one. Ma- the main thing with that is like mo- zombie movies. Like I don't give a fuck about Walking Dead. I don't really care about a lot of the like, zombie movies. But 28 Days Later, you fall in love with every single character to the point, spoiler alert, where Frank, who's Brandon Gleason, Brendan Gleason's character, he's in the movie not very long, but he's such a lovable like father figure that when he turns, you're like heartbroken. Like, yeah, oh. when a drop of blood falls well, in his And head. he's yelling at his daughter to stay away or his last words. And As like, he's uh, freaking out uh, and turning. You know, the one thing I will say about zombie movies and that that's a primarily American uh, horror genre. Yes. That other countries have now done, but in terms of other monster villains, like you talk vampires, that's very like European gothic type villains. It wasn't, and the old idea of the zombie was like the voodoo zombie. Right. Uh, so when right. George Romero comes around and makes Night of the Living Dead, he's literally recreating a new movie monster. So that's why that that's another movie that people still talk about because that's literally the first time they've ever seen anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's an entirely movie monster that he fucking created and this whole genre of Walking Dead and all that stuff is all owed to George Romero. That, yeah. that guy fucking literally reinvented the fucking wheel. Those what? creepy fucking movies. I even enjoyed the the, the, the Dawn of the Dead remake. If you take it for its own great. entity, it was fantastic. Is, that was Zack Snyder's hit. Is that the one in the mall? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. one of the yeah, better remakes of uh, the horror that's genre. The one I was oh, gonna I, say that that's the one that the music me the choices, fuck out. everything about it, I think, was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then uh, twenty eight days later, mm-hmm. no, the, you fell in love with every character in that movie. And there's ones like and it created emotions for all the characters in it. Like, and, and that's when horror is the best is when you actually care because it's not about the fucking element of what monster or what kind well, of thing. Gets killed. It, what, what matters most in any movie is getting your characters over and making the people care about them because then when they get killed, then it fucking means something. Yeah. Opposed yep. to them just being slaughtered for no reason, which is why I don't care for a lot of the uh, the so, Halloween remakes and like we mentioned the Friday. Like Hostel and shit like that. Yeah. It's just yeah, gore. Gore, gore, gore porn. Yeah. yeah. So, well, I was going like, to ask you. Well, like and that's why Na- sorry, I was gonna say that's why Nancy in the Nightmare on Elm Street films are gets over was because she 
survives quite a few of them. Well, and did she ever get killed? No, I don't think so. I don't so. think so. Twenty eight no, days later, no. that's why everybody's like, "Fucking yeah. Barb died," because they did it well. Because it was this innocent character barely in it, but you're like, she didn't do nothing to nobody. Fucking Barb died. You know? <laughs> yeah. You know, but somebody had to die that, that you cared about because otherwise it yeah. was just some cops you never even saw on screen or something. You know, you had to have a threat, I guess. But 28 days later, there's an excellent swerve too. And I love it when horror movies swerve you, not a predictable one. Right. Where after Jim wakes up and he meets the other two and they're going to go to his parents' house because he wants to see his parents. And the whole time, like his parents are fucking zombies, blah, blah, blah. And they're in there and they're building tension and he opens the door and his parents are laying there dead with pills all around him, holding a picture of him as a kid. And on the back, it says, like, Jim, we left you sleeping. Please don't wake up. Like, fuck. And then yeah, that pulls like, your heart. Oh, my yep. God. And then the fucking zombie comes out. You know, like, that was awesome. Yeah. Like, shit. Yeah, like I said, that, that's when horror movies are the best, man. But I, in, in regards to the swerve thing, I think a swerve can either make or break a horror film. Because mm-hmm. there's one horror film that uh, I think is phenomenally done until the swerve and then i fucking hate it uh it's called high tension i'm not sure i hated it too i hate it because i hated it because never saw they build up this psycho killer they build up the the fucking uh victims yeah and you care about the victims and you want to see them get away and it's really fucking well done yeah and then here's your spoiler alert fucking at the end the killer is one of the girls that he's been torturing and going after the whole time is the main but they show in the beginning they show this trucker like Giving himself a BJ with a severed head. Yeah, and he and like, throws the head out the window. Like, just, what movie is this? It's called High Attention. It's German. Uh, yeah, it's French or something. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and they show the guy, and he's this creepy looking trucker yeah. dude. And there's like, a, there's even a car chase where like where, there's shooting involved. And it doesn't make any sense because at one point the girl's in the back of the truck and driving. Then technically, yeah, if she's actually the killer. As because as soon as they revealed that, I was with the girl I was dating at the time. I was like. They just killed this whole movie for me because yeah. four scenes make zero sense. Now. Right, and it, and it's up until that point, I really think it's really, really fucking well done. Oh yeah, and, and I I was so disappointed with the end of it, you know. Yeah. So so swerves can make or break it, man. Yeah, it was a huge like that's a huge gamble. So like, and I feel like sometimes movies they just go for the swerve just to try to surprise you. Mm-hmm. Fuck, just give me a predictable ending. Just make it a fucking make me care about the ending mm-hmm. you, you know in Rome we know when we watch superhero movies the hero's gonna save the girl and fucking kill the bad guy or whatever we know that's gonna happen we still watch because we wanna see how it fucking happens you don't have to swerve mm-hmm. us just fucking tell me a good story and make it fucking work like Iron make Man me- 3 Iron Man didn't do anything Pepper Pot saved the day at the end it's like you told me nothing like the Tony's journey during the entire movie was worthless because he didn't accomplish anything you basically told me he's nothing without the armor which I thought the point of the movie was he's more than just, you know. Oh, right. He just got saved by her in the armor. Like, he didn't do Or, like, Batman, Dark Knight Rises. I'm going to keep this brief. I could go ape shit on this movie all day. <laughs> but at Fuck the end, movie. so fucking, like, Bruce Wayne is in the comics. He was at peak physical condition when Bane beat the shit out of him, which made it something like, holy shit, this guy beat up Batman. Instead, he's been retired for eight years and he's Howard Hughes and, like, a hotel room in his right. room, like, frail. Like, and then, so what? Bane beat him. He's fucking frail. Then the end scene, he's like brought himself back from being paralyzed. He goes to fight Bane. Boom, boom, boom. Bane's got him down. Catwoman shoots him with a fucking rocket launcher. So he did nothing. He didn't redeem himself at all. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? Yeah, just didn't get it. He redeemed Catwoman early. Yeah. I don't know. That that killed it for me. But one of my favorite series forever to the point where I made a great Halloween costume is the Evil Dead series. Yep. Oh, sure. Oh, dude. Army of Darkness. Yeah, Army of Darkness. Well, it's funny because Evil Dead, straight horror movie. Because I saw Army of Darkness first, yeah. not knowing anything. 
Evil Dead. I'm like, what does this have to do with anything? Then you see Evil Dead 2, and the beginning of Evil Dead 2 is a brief remake of the first Evil Dead. And then you watch Army of Darkness, and the beginning of Army Darkness is a brief reworking and remake of Evil Dead 2, and it progressively gets goofier. But there's so there's something about it. Entertaining. Yeah. Ultimately, it's entertaining. And I think there's different types of horror. I don't think it always has to be serious. I think there's something kind of fun about though that particular series where it's kind of like wink wink we're just having fun yeah a little at the corny same, a little yeah at the uh, same time they took things that make the the heels cool in horror movies and applied it to the baby face which is like bruce campbell's got a chainsaw hand yeah and they finally made the he- they have a horror series with an actual hero in it that's yeah. cool yep yeah. Which is uh, awesome. How about the series? The new series on Stars. I, I heard it's fantastic. It's I mean, awesome. I'm gonna and the, the gore. It. They up the gore because they have a higher budget than what they used to have for the movies. Than movies ever did. <laughs> oh yeah, but but just the cheese factor. I heard it's great. Thing. Oh yeah, it's, I, it's awesome. Yeah. I've met like a lot of random celebrities like from doing the comic cons. I was like, oh, that's cool. Blah blah blah. You know, whatever. I never never mark out for celebrities, but. I was Ash for Halloween, like three years. I found the exact, I looked up the type of chainsaw they used, and I bought one broke on eBay. <laughs> oh, wow. And I dumped the engine out to make, like, a real chainsaw hand out of it. And I did all this shit for this costume when I was, like, you know, 23 or whatever. And had so, a lot of time on your hands. Yeah, I still I do. Say, damn. I still do. No, I go ape shit for Halloween. So I was at work about a year ago, and there's this dude, tall dude with a hat, sunglasses, standing at the end of my bar. <laughs> Starting at his tab out, and uh, he's with some girl. So I come over, and go, do you guys need anything? He's like, no, we're just finishing up. And I heard the voice, and I'm like, holy fucking shit. And I look under his hat, it's Bruce Campbell. And he's huge. He's 6'5", and he's wide. He's a big dude. They downplay his size. And I was like, everything in me wanted to freak the fuck out and be like, oh, my God, <laughs> those are my pictures of you as, uh, when I was in Halloween. Check out my costume. I loved all your fucking movies. But all I did was go... I'm a really big fan and shook his hand and bit my lip and walked the fuck away because I would have been so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only time I had to like show myself yeah. up. But, but see, like the gore in that movie is just fun too. You know right. what I mean? Like, like uh, I, I get upset with gore in movies. Not that I mind it. I don't mind gore at all. Right. I think it can add to a movie. I hate when movies just primarily gore like a hostel or a yeah. saw. Like saw to me is the same fucking movie 10 times over. Well, and what you were saying about, you know, just, People, it's a premise. It, it, it's premise porn at that all point. All it is is just yeah. creative deaths. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. just and it's, that's it. And, and that's how the only thing I like about it. You tell me devices. And you're telling me for you're gonna watch ten of those fucking movies. So you're watching that just for the death. You're watching that's fucking what like fifteen hours. Where yeah. you're just sitting around watching fucking people get killed in different ways. And there no, are those I kids did. out there. Those are the same kids that had the L.A. Raiders T-shirts, a rat tail, oh, and they the love the Undertaker. Like, ooh, Hulk Hogan's a fancy boy. See, I did it for you that time. And I love the Undertaker. I hope he kills him. You know, like that kid. That heard kid that's but like you ever watch faces of saw, death man. yeah they want to watch faces of death like you've seen faces of death you know i if you're gonna do like a, a a based around a creative deaths type movie i think final destination already did it you know and i think they did it better oh yeah and you care about the characters right yeah that's creative oh, yeah. though I can't, yeah i can't drive that movie's literally based around truck, how man. they're gonna fucking nice. die <laughs> right right um like so it's already been done but in terms of gory movies there was one particular movie i want to mention that really fucked me up uh, it's called Cannibal Holocaust. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Don't they kill a turtle? Yeah, that? I was going to say the turtle well, scene. Legit. The, well, they, they don't tell you that, but uh, what actually they really do kill the animals in the film. Oh. So, yeah, I have so heard So when that. you're watching the deaths of the animals, it is fucking legit. And it was a big We're, controversy when it came out. It's like one of those found footage type films, yeah. but it's like before the found footage thing was like a thing. Yeah. And uh, it's really well done to the point where you actually think it might be real because they 
run into these cannibals and they fucking like impale a girl. They fucking rape her with like a rock or a stick or something. I can't remember. I think it was a stick. And then like they fucking impale her and you think that's real because you know the deaths of the fucking turtle. They really cut up in a fucking turtle right in front of you. Where was this film? Uh, was it Italy? I believe so. Right, so it was not in the United States. United. I know that. That's no, all but, I know. But, but yeah. the, the director was real smart. He made all the actors fucking disappear, and they they like signed a contract. They weren't allowed to work oh. for like a year. They but weren't allowed to come out. They kind of did that with Blair Witch. They tried, yeah. but yeah. the internet was starting to... Yeah. yeah, so over, yeah, Blair yeah. Witch is another one where people like when it first came out, people thought it was real. Oh, right. It's almost laughable now. I, yeah, I, I, saw I it, liked uh, it though because really? the reactions were great. When I was the first in the theater, like when they're in the tent and something's banging on the side of the tent, like that stuck with yeah, me. I didn't Certain see things. it until probably a month or two after it come out because when I was hearing about it, I saw opening. Weekend. Yeah, I thought, wow, this is the way they were selling it. Was like this is pretty interesting, and we didn't have the internet to really look it up that it was there's, that was bullshit. There's a decent but, found film footage movie. I think it's on Netflix called Troll Hunter. I love Troll Hunter. That's good. That one's fucking sweet. It's like yeah. a foreign film. You got to read subtitles to watch it. But in terms of the found footage one, that one's uh, another one that deserves more watches oh. than it gets. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, and really? it's about it's about trolls. And when you hear that you think I don't want to fucking watch this. Well, yeah, <laughs> I scroll past. Oh, me. I'm like, this looks terrible. But just trust me, check it out. It fucking, it's got a nice little twist. I don't want to ruin it for you. This mm -hmm. is one movie I'm All not right, going to spoil for you. It is good. It's I, good. Yeah, it's and the visual effects are awesome in it too. I think. Yeah, but um, there's one about by. Frankenstein too. I saw that was a found footage one. That nothing, wasn't good. I saw nothing that. happens most of it, but the at very end was good. It just sucks you, that yeah. they had to wait that long for the payoff. Speaking yeah, of trolls, like, what like about twenty minutes? Troll. <laughs> that troll oh, too, no. that famous scene. Holy He's shit. eating her. Yeah. He's gonna eat me next. <laughs> oh my god. It's <laughs> so good. But that was a fucking weird movie. I just One of the remember worst movies ever. I was too. I was on a school. I, I would watch TV at home on my my lunch break at school. I'd get some like Hungry Man dinner or some bullshit. I'd microwave. And I'd watch you know whatever was on, and they were playing Troll 2 on HBO. And it was at the scene where like the kid realizes there's a troll. The stepdad or whoever is like they're eating all that weird food or something that like they got and it's gonna do something to him, turn him into trolls or something. And then I just remember like Rick. he beats the shit out of the kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, doesn't Rick, the food like turn to, him into trolls or something? You need to play the scene, troll two, the oh my god scene. It's probably a thirty second clip. You got you got to play it because it's oh it's, it's so funny. No, the kid pees on the food. Like somehow like <laughs> he, the kid wants them to not that. eat the food, so he stands on the table and pisses on the food. And then the stepdad beats the shit out of him. And then there's a troll, and I had no clue. What I'm watching like what the fuck am I watching right now? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and then I went and then I went back to school. It's it's yeah. it's god awful. Lee, like, just acted. Everything about the movie is just so bad. There's another movie that's really got awful in the same way. It's uh, called Basket Case. I don't know if you've ever seen that. I don't yeah. know. I've heard yeah. of the movie, yeah. Wasn't uh, that, uh, no. Yeah, this might be the scene you, <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, while he works at, this scene is just, it's it's iconic because of how bad it is. So it's, set this up, Hybrid. All right, so troll, troll 2, there's just basically some trolls that are killing and eating people because that's what trolls do. This particular scene, there's this teenager who's a wonderful actor. Obviously, and uh, you're gonna hear how well he acts as he finds out that someone's being eaten. They're eating her, and then they're going to eat me. Oh my god! 
Yeah, that's it. They eat the food and it turns them into troll food yeah, or something. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. I thought the dinner scene is online too, and I thought I made it up. He's standing like 150 feet away from <laughs> yeah. them. Man, they're not even looking at <laughs> and him. And it zooms in on his face he as he's run. saying it. He can run away. He can do a million totally things. Yeah. She's a bag do of mush. Just go. There we go. I thought I had made up that dinner scene and was really embarrassed. And I looked it up like, no, that really happened. That's really in the movie. I'm like, that can't be right. What? The pee- peeing on the food oh. and then the dad stepdad beats the kid. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? Yeah, we don't need to watch that. So, no, no, I'm good on that. Yeah, it's... it started my fear of stepdads instead of trolls. Yeah, was it? There was a movie called Stepdad. Yeah, and I think kill families. Yeah, I want to say it had Major Dad in it. No, it. I thought it was the dad from Family Ties, wasn't it? Wasn't it that dude? Holy shit, it was. was. It? it was Michael Gross. Yeah, it was yeah. the dad from Family Ties was stepped to- You can't do that. And then Benny from L.A. Laws, fucking You know Dr. they Giggles. remade that? And the, uh, the the dad was um, uh, one of the guys from Nip Tuck. Oh, was really? the remake. Did you see that? Yeah, no. it, was, it was probably like uh, 2007, 2008, I think. Now, I don't know if this qualifies. I guess it's horror movie or thriller, fucking The Crush. With Carrie Elwes and Alicia Silverstone. Good movie. I don't know if that'd be a That's a fucking terrifying movie like to watch. Like a suspense as, twist. To watch as a male, fucking terrifying. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> Oh, with the condom? and The, the condom yeah. thing haunted me. And I have a very vile story, but I guess I'm not, I'll not share it. But <laughs> At least not today. Oh, my God. But no, that, that stuck with me. Oh, that's a horrifying scene to watch as a young male or any male. Anyways, nobody else saw it, so I'll move on. No, I, I know what movie you're... Because that wasn't that... Um... Carrie Elwes and Alicia Silverstone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Terrifying, right? Well, yeah, from just... yeah how Manipulation you get, standpoint. Yeah, how you get set up. Yeah. yeah. There was a couple of those. Wasn't there a whole series of those? There was Ginger Snaps or some shit like that. or There was a few uh, with a similar... Pre- There's one with Keanu. Did anybody see... I can't... I think it's called Knock Knock or something. It, it is. It's. I, I think it's on Netflix now. I haven't, I haven't watched seen it. It's on Hulu. I'm a huge oh, is it Keanu Hulu? Mark. I think it's on Netflix. The, yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, let me really? break down... Yeah, the, I, I hate that people give him shit. Dude, he's in so many good movies. Fuck everybody. Look up 10 things you don't know about Keanu Reeves. He's like the nicest man on the yeah, planet. He's, he's the yeah. fucking coolest dude ever. He don't tons of his money yeah, like he, he's like on that problem. cool level of bill murray he yeah, gave no his fuck he gave like a huge ch- i can't remember a huge chunk of his salary on the matrix to the special effects team. millions really oh, million really? just oh, so that way that. they could fucking make the special effects for the movie because yeah. he, he's like i don't need it he's well he was saying like they did more work than i did on this movie yeah. and gave them like millions of his dollars well, of his isn't pay. he trying to get a make a bill in ted three just yeah. so he can get yeah. the other guy some money yeah he's trying to yeah. do it for alex winter yeah, yeah. that's awesome because alex winter said something like people are telling me do it on my own but nobody wants to see bill or Ted. <laughs> and I lost it. So Keanu's awesome. fucking sweet, man. I don't know why he gets so much heat. Johnny Utah. It's off topic, but fuck it. I'm tired of people burying that motherfucker. He's <laughs> I- do you, I I get, he can do the graveyard tonight on yeah. piano hate. <laughs> yeah, or just on hate and period. J- John Wick, that? have you guys seen that? No, I heard that's yeah. really good. I, like entertaining. suggesting that one. Yeah. Fucking Constantine. Like, Keanu Reeves is a fucking man, dude. I, I love the Hellblazer comics. As a Hellblazer movie, Constantine wasn't my deal, but as its own movie, it was really good. I enjoyed it. Um, I just love anything Keanu's in pretty much, man. No, what's, <laughs> he, what's he working on now? Uh, what John Wick 2 is coming Yeah, he's coming on John that. Wick 2. Yeah. Um, yeah but this movie, I think it's called Knock Knock. I'm not positive. I'll double check. It is called Knock Knock. Where, I, saw it, I saw it online. I just just haven't watched it yet. So the first trailer good. I saw for it came out like long before the movie came out. And I looked for it again, and they edited it out because of complaints. So the premise is, and it shows you this in the trailer, shows his wife and kids are going away for the weekend, whatever. He's like, you know, happy family man. He gets a knock on his door, and these two 
hot young girls. They're like, oh, our car broke down, and like we can't use our phone. Can we use your phone? And like they come in. He's like, sure, whatever. And they proceed to seduce him, and he has sex with them. And the next morning, he feels wrought with guilt. He's like, you got to get out of here. This was a mistake, whatever. They come back, break into his house, smash all the pictures of his wife and kids, tie him up and torture him and tell him what a piece of shit he is. And, like, they're the villains in this movie. In one scene, they show them wearing his daughter's clothes, who's, like, 10, and raping him while they're in his daughter's clothes. Like, don't what? you like that? I'm like, what the fuck am I watching right now? This is, what, uh... It's called, it's on Hulu, I think. I think that's where I saw it posted. I didn't see it, but this trailer, I'm like, this is the most unbelievable movie trailer I've ever seen. With Keanu, no less, oh. in the main role. Jay, what was that movie? We were chatting about it on email. It was like, I think it was an Australian flick, like two twin boys, 10, 12 years old. Oh, is that the like one with, with the bandages on oh, her head? Yeah. I didn't that's, see it, but I saw the trailer. Sh- that looked fucked shit. up. Didn't you end yeah, up watching I think, that? Yeah, I did. It's German or something. Not Mommy Dearest. It's something similar, no. right? Um, I'll, I'll, was it yeah, good, was, though? Or was it just a good trailer, or was it a good movie? It was a good movie. Okay. A movie that, that we just, I just watched on Netflix recently was uh, Hush. Have you seen that? Yeah, Hush is good. I heard that's a deaf. good premise. I hadn't yeah. seen it, but people... Is that where the chick's deaf? Yes. The chick is deaf, yeah. and it's like our... I guess, I don't want to ruin it, but somebody she knows breaks oh, <laughs> I heard... Good Night Mommy um, was the name I heard, of it. Was it called Don't Breathe? The one with the, the, with guy the blind guy? Blind, yeah. And it's the dude from Avatar... Yeah. Oh, the one that just came out, right? Yeah, I heard uh, that's, that's really, really good. good. I want to see that. And it's that, set in Detroit, yeah. right? I knew, yeah, I knew that nothing I about know. it. Somebody described the premise the, the, to me. I'm like, set, that sounds awesome. The setting in Detroit is so much part of the film because it's set in like uh, one of those ghetto areas where there's not a lot of houses around. Okay. So like, shit could go down and this like, could really happen. Yeah. yeah. So it gives you that sense because we've been to these fucking reality. spots well, in Detroit. Yeah, yep. Take your friends. And that goes back to the Texas Chainsaw thing, where like, if the setting's relatable, it's that much more creepy because the suspension of disbelief of like somebody would hear that, blah 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 blah. I'm like, no. I've fucking been there and nobody would find you. And that's right. what <laughs> and that's know? what's particularly appealing about this movie is these people they 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 know this guy's got a lot of money in Detroit, so they try to break in and uh he's blind and he's like this fucking war veteran, but he's a psychopath himself. So they break into the wrong house essentially and, and it's it's fucking the way it's set up though, they're on one of those like abandoned streets in Detroit, and like this is like the only house where somebody lives in. Yeah, and the trailer and we've all the seen, one guy get killed. We've all right seen away. these blocks. So it's like this is totally possible because if you scream, there ain't nobody around anyway. Yeah, they could throw you under one of the mattresses laying around. No one would find you. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Yeah, did you guys see It Follows? No, I heard that was yes, great. Yes, I've seen that too. Yeah, that was great. That Let's, was also in yeah. Detroit. I will tell you, say, biggest letdown. And for some reason, like everybody was talking about this movie. They said it was the best movie of 2015, best horror movie of like in decades, too. The Baba Duke. Everybody see that? Yeah, I seen it. I hated it. I liked it. Okay. The first 20 That's minutes okay. were Listen, very good. I, I liked it, but I thought. Found the Babadook sound to be very laughable, so like it would break yeah. me from the movie because it'd be like uh, the What's Babadook the sound. And like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you'd be like, "What the fuck was that?" What got to me after? And I, was, I was just start laughing like hysterically every time I heard it. What got to me after a while was like the late, like the kid. Uh, that was really freaky. So there's fire on the television screen and it's reflecting on the window, and oh, it looked like the like rage my deck. backyard looked like the rage deck was a oh, flame. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Only I set my rage deck on fire. It's gonna happen someday. Oh yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> but uh, it was very like the screaming of the kids and the mom arguing. I understand you're supposed to understand the tension of it, but it started legit irritating me. And then like I'm like, oh, spoiler! It's her grief. 
the monster is her grief. And it was very after school special like to me that they're like lobbing it, feeding you really cheesy. Like, oh, I don't know how to deal with the Bob, but like, oh, I have to put this in the right place. And like, it's her grief. There's, I get it. There's you know? another movie. It's uh, by the guy who directed uh, Pan's Labyrinth. Oh, yeah, Guamal Dotero? Yeah, he directed this, uh, I want to call it, I think it's just called The Orphanage or something. Mm-hmm. And and it's uh, yeah. basically a premise that we've all heard a thousand fucking times. They move into a house and fucking kids getting haunted by something and whatever. It's basically the premise you hear all the time, but it actually ends well for once. Like, it actually mm-hmm. has a good fucking ending, and I don't want to ruin it for anybody that's listening, but it's a foreign film, so you gotta you got to subtitle it. But it's fucking really good. It actually has a good ending on it for once. The Descent. Yeah, I like that. Have you seen yeah. The Descent? Yeah, I like The Descent. The too. ending of... The, I don't know if you saw the original ending, though. There's an there's yeah, yeah, international I'm, ending and then the U.S. I've okay. seen both, yeah. Where they, yeah. And they had to change... I don't know if I want to yeah, spoil what? it. It's oh. such a great ending. But they had to change the ending for U.S. audiences because I guess they didn't like it because it was very bleak and they wanted like to have some sort of a... <laughs> closure. Yeah. Yeah, so well, they changed... They But they just they didn't change it. They stopped it at a certain point, which I don't want to give away, but mm-hmm. really good ending. Speaking so of it's like the, Toro, uh, the, the other cut of Brazil where everything ends happy. Right. It could be, yeah. Like maybe yeah. they end Old Yeller a little bit early. Speaking of uh, Del Toro, have you guys seen? I think it was called "Don't Be Afraid of the Dark." No, yeah, yeah, yeah that's on uh, that Netflix was, right now. I think. Yeah, that was really good. I really like everything with he does. Uh, Katie Holmes. Yeah, yeah, I like that because because they're uh, what what is it? What are the creatures? They're uh, they're not gnomes. Are they elves? What are the? I don't know how you. I don't know. Kind of trolley, <laughs> trolley, but hybrids like man. I, I don't know, man. Little, little, fairy elves. little shit, trolley people. <laughs> yeah. Man, okay. Oh no, no, they're fairies, but they have the fairy. The fairies are evil. Oh, I've heard about yeah. that actually. Yeah. Okay. He was, and I know. I guess like it's back on track with the Justice League Dark movie. With it's gonna have Swamp Thing and Constantine and hmm. Dead Man and whatever. Like they, Guillermo del Toro was attached to direct it originally. Ron Perlman and Swamp Thing and like all this other stuff. Oh, that'd be oh really? Well, and then it got just kind of shoot away, and he really pushed for it. But it's back on track. I don't know if he's attached to it anymore. That'd be cool. It's kind of superhero esque horror. They're talking at least about making a new Spawn film, but making yeah. it a horror film. Which right. sounds, I think I heard that too. Which yeah. is odd to me. It's very odd because it was very '90s comics. Yeah, mm-hmm. but then it started getting weird. For a while, it was just him sitting on a throne of dead bodies, like which got real yeah. dark. Who, but he said he wants Spawn to basically be. I think he said something to the effect that he's like an urban legend, but he's killing criminals. But at the same time, so it's like it's it's a hero presented my in thing a horror is, aspect. Okay, I'm a huge Spawn mark, and I'm I'm sitting here going, if you're gonna redo Spawn, just fucking redo it because with today's fucking can, budget for superhero films, and you the can way do it right finally, right? Like because the '90s one isn't even bad. Uh, especially for the '90s superhero it. film, it was like the first big budget superhero right. film, actually, but, almost. But, but but if you could do that fucking now, yeah, like with get, the technology, right? Yeah. You could yeah. get Spawn over all over again to a whole new generation. You oh know yeah, what I mean? who who owns the rights to Spawn? Right, Todd McFarlane owns all. Uh, yeah, McFarlane. didn't he buy it? Okay, uh, there's no. Well, he, film he, rights. he always he always owned it. He uh, created it, and that was the reason that one of the reasons that McFarlane, Jim Lee, Eric Larson. Uh, went and formed Image Comics because yeah. they wanted to own their own IPs. I was oh. funny because I Joe Quesada did the same thing with Event Comics, and I was in yeah. line. I really liked his comic book Ash, which was really bizarre when I would think about it. The the comic is weird. His art's amazing. I was in line to get shit signed, and some fan had a Marvel Marvel poster book, and one of his X Force drawings was in it. And I was the, the guy behind this guy, and him and Jimmy Palmiotti, they were sitting there, and he was like, "What the fuck is this?" I never like signed off on my shit being in this book. 
He believed this bullshit and is like talking shit about the kid's comic to his buddy next to him. He was like, I never saw any fucking money for this comic. God damn it. And he's signing his name on it, gives it back to the guy. (laughs) (laughs) So that's like an example of why they started doing it. But he was bitching about. I mean, I wrote down a couple other things. We sort of touched on it, but. I, I wrote down biggest stinkers, and I don't oh, know. Wow, there's a lot. Okay, are there? Because I meant it more of like the cornier ones, the one that comes. But to even mind for, there, the corny ones are are good because horror is a weird genre yeah. where the bad ones are still. There was one in the late '80s good, called yeah. Slugs. Okay, I know that. Slug. I know of it. Yeah, yeah that that was okay. one that stuck out to me as funny horror. This but. hasn't come up yet, and this goes under bad and intentionally bad, but again, terrified me as a fucking kid. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. <laughs> Love that yeah, movie. Dude. Don't Love know how movie. it hasn't come up. Scared the shit with the cotton candy. It's still and creepy. The fucking voice it. changing and the I, bubbles and the balloons. I don't find it scary, but I find it entertaining as fuck. I, I haven't seen it as an adult at all. Oh, it's yeah. it's like good. Spend people you, in cotton candy and drink I, their blood. You know, you know movies have been getting me lately, and they're they're really cheesy. Are like the 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 fucking UFO based horror films, like the alien based horror films, like. Plan Nine kind of stuff, like old old stuff. Yeah, no, or? even even more recent ones. There's ones like Dark Skies and just. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I don't know why. Terrible. It's too. It's a little too out there. But Fire in the Sky. And yeah, I stand Fire by it. Is it's, fucking. It's based terrifying. on a true story, supposedly. Well, yeah. Now, if you read the guy's story, it's super interesting. Whether it's true or not, I don't it's, think it's it, true. It's interesting. I saw that guy on uh, this show called Moment of Truth, where like you get money based on whether or not you answer questions honestly or not. Yeah. And the question he got out on was, "Were you abducted by UFOs?" And he said yes. And they were like, it came up false. On the lie detector? Yeah. Well, supposedly the people he was with had passed lie detector tests. And yeah. Stuff. Well, There's supposedly a bunch he of... has before, but, yeah. but not on this one. Like, So I watch him on live, telev- live television just bomb. Well, whether it happened or not, it's interesting that that went on for so long. Like the story itself yeah. of like how he was missing and turned back up. And just, uh, We got 28 days later uh, up here. Dude, it's such a sad. This oh, is so dude, sad. That's your. I'm sorry. I mean to cut you off there, but no. that's your. No. You never know what you're talking. You're about. good. I've talked about fire in the sky way too. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm talking about stinkers. Well, so. I was gonna tell you guys because he's he's brought up fire in the sky a couple times. One of these shows, I think he was sitting about where you were, and I had it playing on the TV. Okay. And then about 20 minutes later, you know, he turns around. He's like, "Holy fuck, that thing's <laughs> like you couldn't ride your bike home that night." You had to, <laughs> yeah. No, well, I used to have to well, call like, my friends when I rode my boat home, bike the, home because I like to me like it. another good example is like the thing, like the original. Oh thing God. from like yeah. another John Carpenter. Oh, that's Carpenter. Good. Original one's good. Um, you know, it's it's good, and it, what's cool about the thing is it can transform into fucking anything. Yeah, right. And so like the special effects and that, that the way they fucking did that, and I love the fact that they're like isolated. I was just gonna like, say though, that's where that's where horror movies get me is I was gonna call it isolation. Terror. Yeah, yeah. Because like Alien to a point is that kind of horror yeah. sci-fi, but they're isolated out in space. You can't go anywhere. Right. Speaking of John Carpenter, since we've been putting mm-hmm. him over so much, They Live is another movie that yeah. oh, wrestling yeah, wrestlers love. There's a bunch uh, of commentary in there, though. Yes, too, the you social know. commentary. Is so well, the fir- I mean, the way it ends is kind of cheesy. Okay, but but other than that, it's a that fun and ride. the fucking that, it's like the best horror B movie I can think of. That te- the, that like five minute fight scene between him and the dude yes. about take the money. I'm like, what is happening? It going. <laughs> it's actually airing. I can't remember. I saw somewhere uh, on Facebook today. It's airing at some theater Wednesday. Like yeah. Roddy Piper is such the perfect person for well, that. Well, yeah, movie he. Too. Yeah, I mean the, the lines he improvises in the movie, the famous one. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm All here. Out of bu- bubble gum. Yeah, that, that sounds like something like old Redford Theater would show. Yeah, they, they do. Yep. A lot yeah. more, uh, it's not there, but something no. like that. But, That's um, a great place to go. For but old but you know that Agreed. movie is. It's almost more relevant today than it was then. Oh, you know totally. I mean? So it's one of those movies that, because of the social commentary and stuff, it's stuff that applies today. Was right that now. Carpenter? 
Yeah, it's John Carpenter. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. And John Carpenter is so cool. I, you know, I just, he edits his, his fucking movies. He does all his own editing. He does, all, obviously, does all his own music. So the Halloween theme, the th- music you hear, and they, that's all John Carpenter is all of that. So it's, yeah. I just find him. That's why to I be, like uh, Escape from New York. I Escape love from the New York, York. Oh, Escape right. from LA. Yeah. There's yep. a local, I think they're local called Voyager. And yep, they do they're all local, of, that kind of music. They do all the John Carpenter style music, and it's they play shows and whatnot too. I guess it's really good. It's a a band. It's a band. Yep. Oh, yeah. It's like well, sci-fi a band called, movie uh, music. There was a band called Zombie with I think an I, and they did a um a few albums where they're dead on like the old foreign horror movie synth music, like the bam 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 bam. Oh know, right, like, kind of like the Halloween music. Yeah, it's they're similar to that band Survive Survive that did all the Stranger Things. Music, I was gonna say but, it's similar to the Stranger Things. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Good. I don't know how long Survive's been around, but Zombie's been around like a long time. Rick what? was talking about Stinkers. stinkers I was I, man, I got, I got to bring up House of the Dead. It was made to be bad, but you make a movie from a video game, it's just unwatchable. I actually, me well, and Eddie Venom walked oh, out Oh, that the was theater. the one based on the on the, oh, the, yeah. the, the oh. shoot 'em up video yeah, game. Like, yeah, it looked like it was sponsored by Rockstar Energy Drinks or something. It, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so bad, man. You, I, I don't uh, even think we made it halfway. There's two that I'm going to mention from the same director, um, both Signs and The Village. Um, oh yeah, the village is never saw M Night Shyamalan, right? Yeah. Because yeah. the thing with Signs is it's actually good. Yeah, it's For actually suspense and whatnot. Yeah, it's with actually the bad payoff. It's yeah, with the, the worst payoff. payoff of all time. Oh, the alien looks so dumb. Mm-hmm. But yep. not even just that. The aliens leave because there's water on the. Yeah, you can kill seventy percent of the fucking universe. Yeah. Water, Why would you even bro? come here? <laughs> yeah, but the parts where like they show them at the kids party, like just briefly on the yeah, video. Yeah, yeah. So there's like, little the thing. silhouette, hearing them run around the house. It's so good, and then just ends, and you're like, that's the dumbest fucking thing. But then mm-hmm. on the flip side, the village is just dumb from fucking start to finish. I didn't even yeah. see the entire that. premise. No. Yeah, what's this? He's I completely hit or miss. What, what is okay, the twist? So on that? you think you're watching a movie set in like the 1800s? Okay. These people they live in this old village and they're scared of the woods because these fucking monsters come out at night. Uh, I'm gonna ruin this fucking movie because it deserves to be ruined. Oh, I already know. Um, yeah, I think I know. Where I, I think everybody. Would probably it, know. It, it turns out they're not in the 1800s. They they live in a modern society, but they're they're all pushed away because they're scared of modern society and they dress as the monsters to keep people from going into the fucking city and stuff. So you're telling really? me they never hear a plane or anything that goes like by the, like the elders? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 yeah you're right. Yeah. Why wouldn't you ever hear a plane? Like yeah. I, there's so many dumb things about that fucking movie it's just like i remember being so disappointed yeah. after seeing I, that i so, mean obviously six cents was probably it was his and, and it is a great flick yeah two of his best movies were super underrated were lady in the water i like that yeah that was great and unbreakable unbreakable I unbreakable thought, oh, that's where wonderful. i was going with this i felt I've, like he made enough money on six cents and then uh, Unbreakable was the movie. Like, okay, now I got money. I can make this real life comic book movie. The oh, end of so it, the end of it was talk about terrible. How about oh, the I love the end of it. I the happening. It. I didn't see that. That was one of his. That was really yeah. Terrible. I, was after okay. after Signs, I stopped watching his okay. movies. Yeah, yeah. He's the Visit guys, was dope. I, didn't uh, I don't it. know what that is. Is that one that of his just, newer ones? That's, uh, that's his latest one. Yeah, I thought uh, so. Two years ago. What's the premise? It's just awesome. I'd recommend it. So there's a movie. Don't want to give it away. I was going to say that. The premise is it's awesome. Too new to give away. Okay. So the movie Zombie, like I believe it was uh, Argento, Lucio Fulci. It's an Italian one. That's good. Zombie 2, there is a scene which is fucking unbelievable where it's a dude, it's a zombie fighting a shark. I thought that was in the original. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I've seen the scene, but I've never seen the movie. It's It's a real guy. Batting around a real shark while he's in zombie makeup. Like a band called themselves Zombie versus Shark based on that scene. And it's fucking crazy to watch, like that they went to those lengths of like having a dude actually in makeup fighting a shark in the water. 
Like no cage. There's uh, like none I of got that. paid well. Yeah, Dude. No shit well, that. speaking of sharks, <laughs> that fucking Wild Boys him? show, fucking uh-huh. Chris Pontius and fucking oh, yeah. and fucking Stevo tape fucking meat to them and are and swimming with yeah. sharks. Yeah, and they're outside above the cage. Yeah, yeah, about the shark ones. Wait, they're in the water with a fucking group of sharks who are eating meat hanging off their fucking bodies. Yeah, yeah. and they didn't die. No. No, those guys. Just, how is that guy alive? I don't know. Uh, underwater shit creeps me out because right. we're obviously at a detriment and everything's at the top of their game. Mm-hmm. Like that's and plus everything looks fucking weird as shit and they're fast mm-hmm. and there's nothing you can do about it. I don't like it at all. Yeah, Can't breathe. I've, I've, everything I, about being underwater. I think I have a certain amount of claustrophobia. Yeah. And as soon as I'm underwater, like. My brain is instantly like, okay, well, you, you can't yeah. breathe. Everything. Shit, I didn't even learn how to swim until I was 18. So oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, I, that I, movie, The Abyss, is That's a good intense. movie. That's uh, James that. Cameron, right? Yeah, that's James Cameron back when he made films. I saw that when I was when it like first came out on video when yep. I was really young, and I, I hadn't seen it since, but I remember a lot of it. I, I also remember Cocoon the... on the flip side, not a horror movie, <laughs> but really good. Cocoon was great. Water-based, golden I years like, movie. I like two. Yeah. I like Steve. Cocoon we didn't too. even touch on Stephen King anything yet. Uh, let's oh. talk about it. They're making. They're about to redo it, anyways. Really? The the picture they posted looks cool. Looks yeah, it's it's very like old, like yeah. clown throughout the who, time period. They who announced play, who, who plays Pennywise. Uh, some guy I'd never heard of, but I thought the guy that was Jerome from Gotham was supposed to play him. They announced this one kid was going to be him, and then they announced somebody else. I guess directors changed like three or four times. Oh, it's okay. been in production for forever. Um, When's it come out? That was my sister's like year. most feared movie. Was the it miniseries? Yeah, I remember it scared the shit out of everybody, but I didn't really see it till I was probably a teenager, so it didn't really scare me. But I always yeah. loved it. I've because, never seen it all the way because through. Stephen King is so good at getting his characters over. His shit is like dark without being dark at the same time. Sometimes, yeah. So. I mean, I mean, like, granted, some of the graphics and some of his movies and stuff that they made based off his books are outdated, like the Longoliers and this and that. But like. Every time I'm always interested in anything Stephen King writes because he's so fucking good at getting you fucking to care. Yeah, Christine is his, right? Yep. Yep. Christine, Rose Red. Uh, Green Mile, too, which a lot of people... Green Mile. Misery. One of his short... Uh, Misery. Misery was him. I was just explaining this movie to someone because they were talking about Kathy Bates. I'm like, oh, she was the shit in Misery. Like, what's misery? And as I'm explaining it, I'm realizing how crazy the fucking movie is. And yeah. she just goes, we talk- oh, my God. We were go, talking about yes. while we were driving down to Toledo to see Kiss. I think we were talking about misery. Oh, the or scene where she maybe- hobbles his legs oh. again. Yeah. Oh, my God. She, she's the part awesome. where she keeps that glass figurine in a certain spot, and he's crawling around the house, and he has to turn it right, right back before, before yeah. she gets home. There's, there's a famous Japanese horror film that's... A very similar premise uh, audition. I've seen that. that yeah, it's very similar. He fu- she traps the fucking dude in. Yeah. Is like feeding him her vomit and shit. And that's uh, all at the end though, because the first half is almost yeah, like a romantic. The, yeah, comedy. yeah, yeah. And then it just fucking gets dark. Yeah, it's like whimsical. Like there's little banter with it. He's looking for the a needle girlfriend. In the eye and like ah. Well, they're holding an audition. He's a producer, right? And he wants to meet a girl. <laughs> you out. Well, to find him a girl, his buddy's like, "We'll hold a fake oh. audition for a movie, right? And interview these women. And obviously, he finds when he likes and then they pursue a relationship and she finds out it was all a trick and shit hits the fan but the first half is like a romantic comedy it's and then it ch- switches gears on you hard it's so crazy uh, i don't think i want to see that no no, <laughs> no. I, I think i'm good at there's, 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 there's something i enjoy about the foreign horror films because they don't have to meet that like american format of things resolve yeah. no and yeah. things end well because american yeah. audiences we like things one we don't like open-ended endings so we yeah. don't like anything that leaves us to question and fill up our own ending and, and we, we kind of want a good happy and, 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 yeah we want to be fed something like okay we saw all this dark you, tell me something good 
Whereas foreign films, they don't they don't give a fuck about. No, they want you to leave disturbed. Yeah, they want you to leave Dude. fucking feeling weird. Have yeah. you ever seen Henry <laughs> Portrait of a Serial Killer? Yep. Holy shit! Never seen that. I don't know. It's very well done, but there are so there's like a couple scenes in particular. Like there's a rape scene that's really fucked up, but there's another one where there's like very little to no music, and it's kind of just fucked up stuff happening. There's not much of a plot, but it's in a realistic way to where you're like, there's shit like this out there. You know, yeah, there, there's a uh, a movie that we should mention just because it's fucking deserves uh, American Psycho. Oh yeah, with fucking. Yep. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, it's so. And again, some of the deaths are cheesy. Like when he drops the chainsaw down the stairwell right. and it fucking just happens to hit the. Like that's ridiculous. But the, like the little nuances of the character. Yeah, we're like, yeah, you know that vain, power hungry, right. weird. Right, dude. like he knows all this weird shit about fucking music. Like he's just this, Huey Lewis. He's, he's mad news, that yeah. he, he gets mad when people don't fucking know it. And then like they're they're arguing over the business cards, and his is just like. I, you know, like as a normal person like us, we don't even fucking notice the difference. This is, oh, he's got that fucking font, that piece of <laughs> shit. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. like, he's so mad. And like, so the nuances of that character, I feel like, are really fucking well done. Yeah. I'm sorry, uh, guys. I got to go return some videotapes. Oh, man. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I just love that exit. That's yeah. the best exit oh, to a conversation. He had ever. another one where he's like, I have an appointment <laughs> with Dr. Cliff Huxtable, was another yeah. excuse that he awesome. had to get out of something. Yeah. How about how about like horror TV shows? I was gonna bring up Dexter. Oh, I was gonna say Friday the Thirteenth. Remember how they did have a show? I forgot about. And it had nothing to do with Jason. Really? No, nothing. Yeah, it was basically like these group of people trying to uh, they were trying to get back these devil's artifacts. Like the they people like uh, they got power from them. Well, now is kind of like the time for horror TV shows, right? Yeah, like, yeah. there's like so said, many. Dexter, American Walking Horror Dead, Story. Dead, American Horror Story. You got Bates Motel. You got the Evil Dead fucking one. There's a Scream TV show, for Christ's sake, on MTV. I haven't seen it. but It's there, no Scream, good. Isn't there one Scream Queens? Is that another Yeah, one? I, I don't know. If yeah, that's, that one was no have, good either. I there's, there's, there's just a Doesn't shit ton good. of them um, out there right now. So they're kind of getting f- over flooded, if anything. Yeah. Did that, how many of you guys are watching Walking Dead? I am not on Walking Dead. Yeah, I, know. I heard I that there I was stopped some the season gruesome. before last. Some something gruesome just happened, I guess. Well, there was the big was it season seven? I don't. I stopped the watching premiere. That. Yeah, I just I think but it I know season seven premiere. I guess it was very graphic and yeah. like a lot of people that love. And I guess you know it's a fairly gory show. I guess are really pissed off about it. And there's like even people I know that are um, into gore and horror. Like I like gore. I like horror. They're like, but. I'm not behind what they did on the show. Well, they, they took. Well, I'm not going to spoil it, but they took a scene from the book. Yeah. They they've kind of got away from the book, but I was told in this scene they did did it straight from the book. Yeah. And it, it, I I remember reading that issue. It's really graphic. Yeah, well, it's one of the most graphic co- comic panels I've ever read. Agreed. Uh, Same here. And 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 they apparently came pretty close to that, and so I'm good with not seeing it. Yeah. Same but this, here. This goes to uh, McGinnis's point. The uh, American audience. It has to feel good. Yeah. And here they, they kill off a couple characters that people liked, and now everyone's up in arms. Like, I'll never watch this. Like, Come on. Yeah, exactly. And they're going to watch anyways. Oh, yeah. But, the, the point but, of that show me, is no one's safe. The best yeah. horror yeah. thing, TV show that's been out, and uh, we already briefly mentioned it, but Stranger Things. I know it's more sci-fi-ish than horror. There's a lot of John Carpenter in there. But but, but it's, oh, got yeah. that, it's got that whole, like, Goonies fucking feel to it, too. You know, There's the, a monster, so right, I, I would right. call it Kids horror. against the world. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that is so fucking well done. That, out of all, Out of everything that's come out, you know, no offense to The Walking Dead, and I like Bates Motel, and I like a few other of them, but I just think Stranger Things is on another level. Because oh. 
because we're like we keep talking about, keep hammering home. They make you care about fucking the people. Yeah. In that fucking it's series, like just recognizable enough. Like so, okay, this is kind of like that movie without it being a ripoff at the mm-hmm. same time mm-hmm. and without being completely predictable. And, and you feel like you're transported right into the eighties. Yeah, oh, the, totally. The, the aesthetic feel is, is there. so well What's done. funny is the, the kids interact like real kids do. Yeah. Yeah. Like the 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 two twin brothers that that made it. The heck are their damn names? Duffer brothers. Yeah. They're they were born in like 1984. And the show's set in like 1983, yeah, pretty okay. much like right when. So Jedi it's even came more out. impressive so for not having a newborn even how, run. yeah, how much they stuck to that. Yeah, yeah that lo- time frame. Yeah, they, they they killed that aesthetic. They killed yeah. everything about it. Yeah, there's so many little things that that make you. Oh, I remember that from mm-hmm. that year. Yeah, mm-hmm. the bike. Like the first scene when they show Will riding his bike. I'm like, I had that fucking bike light with mm-hmm. the generator that hooks yeah. up to your wheel and all the that music, shit. the posters on the walls, yeah, I mean, walkie talkies to talk to your friends. Yep. Yeah. There's Lunchbox. Just, it, oh, yeah. And and especially for us who kind of grew up pre cell phone internet era, mm-hmm. it's like this is what life was like. Yeah. Like, this is yeah. like you had to actually go to your friends' house. You, played you actually played fucking games. You went and did this. Yeah. You went and did that. And you guys were always on some type of crazy adventure, right? Like, yeah, it, we'd be in your heads. You guys, are, you guys were always up to something. There's right. always in trouble. Yeah, right. You're doing something. So, so just Dustin, like everything Dustin did, like when he's talking about the lunch lady, he's like, "I'm looking for that pudding. I know that bitch is holding out on us." Like, <laughs> the way because <laughs> it's like that's the way you would talk about shit. You get so passionate, right? Right. About every little fucking thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, I don't. I don't know when they've got season two coming out, but they are making it. Yeah. So thank God. That's the best thing that Netflix. Yes. Yeah, so I love. Uh, that series and I love even the older series. I'm a big Twilight Zone fan. I oh, love sure. Twilight, yeah. Twilight Zone movie, yeah, the original stuff. All the yeah, movie, yeah. I've, I've, Twilight yeah. Zone movie and the Tales from the Dark Side movie I'd watch as a kid because it was good stories and it, like it was scary enough for me. But like it was also I wanted to watch it for the story too. Mm-hmm. Those were both really good. Twilight Zone used to freak me out as a kid. Mm-hmm. I, I just think they're Twilight so well Zone written. Movie, the uh, the one where the kid could do anything, where he removed his sister's mouth. That shit stayed with me for like a year. Oh man, what about Are You Afraid of the Dark? Are you okay? So, so for kids, Are You Afraid of the Dark came out, and I've I've been going back, and you know, I try to, I can't watch so much horror stuff because I have a kid running around, right? So, I so I watch a lot of like kid horror type stuff, so nothing too bad. Goosebumps, right? So I've been watching Goosebumps and Are You Afraid of the Dark, and Are You Afraid of the Dark is terrible. Okay, like as a kid, (laughs) I loved it. I think, oh yeah, I I think I loved it. I think because the intro is so good. The intro for the for a kids scary tv show is so well done you know they got the fucking swing fucking swinging in the, the dark and shit. right yeah, yeah it's so well done and then fucking you watch the show now and it's the worst acting you've ever seen it's like billy don't go in there nev campbell was but on i it. have to <laughs> nev campbell was on it when she was a kid too wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was I just remember one that there were one that creeped me out in particular. I think it was one of the first ones where they steal the nose off this clown in this amusement park. <laughs> and then the clown is like they never show the clown, but the clown's like stalking them to get it back. I don't know. It might that might be one of those things that I watch now and probably hopefully it will be. Is really fucking stupid. But my buddy did that to me with Fright Night. He cause we were in the video the original one. We were in the video store at high school and he was like, Oh dude, this movie's so scary. Screw the remake. He's like that I was s- terrible. He's like, I saw this when I was a long time ago. Dude, this movie's really fucking scary. And we watch it, and we're like 45 minutes in. He just looks at my face. He goes, I haven't seen this since I was nine. I'm really sorry. Like, this, <laughs> this was a really scary movie. Uh, we can turn it off at any time. And Darcy from fucking yeah. the Children was in there. My littlest brother is like six years younger than me, right? And he was terrified of Chucky. And my neighbor across the street, who was like one of my best friends, he had one of those fucking Chucky dolls. Like, and... I don't know. We were kind of like a little shitheads, so we fucking 
Wait, my my I knew my little brother was at home and he was gonna answer the door, so we knocked on the door and we put Chucky at the door, oh, but holding shit. holding a real knife. Oh my god! And he's terrified. Chucky, right? So he opens the door and there's fucking and you just hear him like this girly shriek. <laughs> and me and me and my my shithead neighbor just dying laughing about how funny we think it is fucking with my little brother. Oh my god, is he okay now? I don't know. He was such. A, listen, I, oh, I love man. my little brother, and you know he, he's he's a grown man now, so I've got kids. But he was such a pussy. Like, listen, I used to just change my voice and be like, "I'm gonna kill you." He'd be like, "What?" I'd, I'd, be, I'd be like, "It's not Chris anymore," <laughs> and like, and he would start freaking out. And I tried this with fucking my nephews one time, right? Because I'm thinking, oh, this just works on kids now. Yeah. And I try it with my, my shithead nephews, and I, I'm like, oh, Chris isn't here. My nephew just punches me right in the nose. <laughs> <laughs> like, not even remotely scared, just like, stop it, and just punches me. <laughs> Damn kids have no respect these oh, days. Man. There goes that theory. You know, we're, we're kind of coming up on it here. I want to do, you know, the normal wrestling plugs, but we wanted to talk conspiracy theories, too. We, we might have to do a whole other podcast on that. Right. Probably. I think so, there's yeah. probably a lot there. I, I think so. Yeah, I know uh, GQ there. wanted to jump in on that, too. So, yeah, there's a ton of stuff. And we were talking at the last show. I'm going to get you hot about that moon stuff. Dude. <laughs> uh, that's my favorite line of the day. Yeah. Get you hot about that moon stuff. stuff. You should have heard how angry Rick was getting. Well, that's, that's up there with my quote of today <laughs> that I will give out of content. Ain't got no water, just whipped cream. <laughs> what? Which it's not. I'll tell you, it's a very benign way that it came up. But uh, Rich is a is a rapper now, but all of his raps seem to be about whipped cream. There was only one. No, you dropped like three of them. No, I didn't. Yes, you, I can bring. I'll bring up the conversation. His face crinkles. Yeah. You dropped like three. <laughs> I don't know. How what, dare you? Say yes, it. you did, man. Whatever, baby dick. Smell. You were obsessed. <laughs> yeah, baby, baby dick, dick smell. What up, baby dick smell? Man, that's what how that happened. You got you got to tell that. It was just on right. the sidewalk. We were leaving Honest it's, John's, it's, it's and it just so, said baby dick. Oh, like, I oh, thought you drew that. No, no. Like, I'm like, you got to get it. You got to get it. It's like, this is my old crew. And I laid down next to it and just pointed at it. On a Detroit street. Yeah. What the hell's wrong with you? It was written in tar. In front of uh, uh, Honest John's. Yeah. Baby dick smells. Fair enough. Very crudely written, almost as if somebody dipped their finger in just tar to write it. Just DJ to it. <laughs> Well, that's what I think you said. You're like, oh, that's the name of my rap album or something. Yeah, Baby Dick Dick Smell. (laughs) Straight off the the sidewalk. Yeah, I mean, we started talking about uh, what we're going to talk about here, and you brought up the whole, you know, space and is the moon landing a hoax and... The world's I, flat. And Rick is worked up. I got so. worked up, man. What about that Berenstein Bears thing? You ever hear about that? What? Oh, yeah, yeah. Someone has a theory. The Berens, the Berenstain Bears. Everybody remembers the Berenstain uh, Bears. What's it called? Uh, that theory. I forgot. It's got a scientific It's a scientific name about parallel universes. Like the Mandela Effect or something? something? Something like that? Basically, remember the Berenstain Bears? Yeah. It's actually no, spelled Berenstain Bears. Mm-hmm. And this person has this whole entire theory that everybody remembers it, and there was this weird glitch in reality, and the only thing that we retain from that separate reality is the Berenstain right. Bears. Right, and there's there's little other glitches that people bring up that you'll, we all remember a certain way, but it isn't that way. Yeah. And so there's this big fucking... Th- I don't believe it, but I just think... It's because the human memory fills in gaps. Yeah, right? yeah. You, we, you can read a sentence and fill in, you know, whatever. Right. And it changes. And, yeah. and if you have other people reinforcing something else that is wrong, you're all going to fucking collectively believe that anyways yeah but. but it's funny how you can spin it off into a parallel universe theory yeah it's yeah, pretty i've never it's, heard that before it's a fun theory i mean yeah. it's total bullshit obviously i, I, I want to say it's called the mandela effect but i might just be making that up nelson mandela yeah because there's a whole theory yeah, write about, that down rick because there's a whole theory about, that. there's a whole theory about him dying in like the 90s that people remember 
when actually that's not true. And oh, I never heard of that. So I think that's what it's called, but I'm not 100 percent positive. Hold on, I'm gonna we'll, find. Uh, it. Brian Gorey actually messaged me about that exact theory. He's like the three in the well, at like he, three in the morning one night. Yeah, oh yeah. And I was I was like, I'm trying to go to bed. Right, no, yeah, he's, yeah <laughs> he he doesn't sleep. No. But he's he's big conspiracy theorists yes, too. Yeah, realities. I guess I don't know what you yeah. would call it. Actually, just alternate realities. Or okay, uh, yeah, I'm into that. Like, it is it is the Mandela effect, like skull and bones yeah. theory. The you know we talked the Bilderberg group. The, the, yeah, that yeah. Shit. Uh, Bohemian Grove, reptile and all that stuff. people. Yeah, yeah, like that. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, yeah, I feel like that's a whole other podcast at this point. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, all right, real quick, kind of getting to the end of October into November. XICW 216, Sunday, November 6th, the Imperial House in Clinton Township. XICW Proving Ground Season 2, Episode 3 is Sunday, November 13th, the Ritz and Warren. You can find all of ticket needs and whatnot on XICWDetroit.com or XICW on Facebook. Superkick Pro Wrestling Rock Show out of Toronto, Canada. Their next show, Rumble in the Dot 2016, Friday, November 18th at the Great Hall in Toronto, Canada. That's uh, superkick.com. That is spelled K-I-C-K-D. There's no E. Detroit Style Wrestling Collision Course featuring Robbie E. Friday, November 18th at the VFW Hall in Allen Park. Detroit Style Wrestling on Facebook. War Wrestling and Respect, Lima, Ohio. November Rain, Saturday, November 5th, UAW Hall in Lima, Ohio. Go to warwrestling.com or War Ohio on Facebook. Border City Wrestling, BCW out of Windsor, Canada, is bringing you excellence Saturday, November 5th. St. Clair College, uh, Windsor, Ontario, Canada. BorderCityWrestling.com or Border City Wrestling on Facebook. Alpha One Wrestling, The Long Halloween, Sunday, October 30th. Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. You can go to alpha-1wrestling.com or alpha-1wrestling on Facebook. UCW Ultimate Championship Wrestling returns to the Prime Event Center in Bay City, Michigan on Friday, November 25th. And then Oldie Wrestling, a Bonanza of Body Slam, Saturday, November 19th at the Cornerstone Center for the Arts in Muncie, Indiana. Oldie Wrestling, O-L-D-E Wrestling.com or Oldie Wrestling on Facebook. That's about it coming up in November and then always watch the page. Usually every Wednesday or Thursday I try to post where all the guys are wrestling and and just plug all the events that we got going on. Anything else, guys? We'll bring you guys back in. We'll do a uh, show on conspiracy theories. Sounds like we got some other yeah, topics down. to hit here. Thanks for coming by, guys. No problem. All right, man. All let's right. take it home here. Let's Let do it.